0: You are listening to the Hello Sport podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport podcast. Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week. Uh, obviously, we have defeated coronavirus single-handedly. We it was it was brewed in the room, and then from the reports that we're hearing from from the, the doctors that we're in touch with, uh, was in was unable to penetrate. Um, our immune systems, our walls. Mm. Uh, it was it was a tough one for them. The uh, I don't know of a Great Wall
1: reference, but anyway. Great Wall of China great stuff. Great Wall
0: of China stuff. coronavirus was the Mongols, and we are the Great Wall of China. I don't know if maybe...
1: Well, like our history. immune immune system is the Great Wall of China. Yes. We are, as it were, China. You know what?
0: I <laughs> think that that's, that's a Dior. <laughs> this has been an absolute bin fire of a start. Eddie, welcome.
1: How are you going, Good, mate. We did beat Corona. That's why we're choosing a brew. Look, we don't all, often start the show with a beer. Usually, more reserved for the dribbler dribbles because yeah. they can be taxing on the soul, the mm. mind, the body. Yeah. But much we like are choosing. Yeah, much like Coronavirus. But. as a Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day Bang, Rosé on there, code Manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler. And we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. When you're atop the heap, punters and dribblers, uh, and there's a bit of an awe and there's a bit of a mystique... That's not reserved for humans. Like you know, viruses feel that too. Yes, and I think they were overcome. I think they—it was a mountain too high to climb—and mm. it's retreated back into its little box. Yes. Now that's not to say that it isn't an issue for other Australians. Correct, Proud, honest, hardworking Australians. Right. To them, our hearts go out, particularly our, our Victorian those Victorian
0: brothers and sisters.
1: That's it. North of the south of the border, rather. Obviously, yeah. we. We have a tendency sometimes to go on the bit of a, a Victorian bash, but it's more it's more aligned with the AFL yes. than anything. Uh, we love our Victorian brothers and, and, sisters, and sisters always have uh, obviously now more than ever needing us. Needing yeah. a hand from Big Brother to sort of lift them up and make him feel better, and
0: especially in lock-in. Look, I mean, it, now it's probably as good a time as ever just to to point you in the direction of our of our uh, very deep back catalogue. <laughs> uh, many podcasts to listen to to get you through the uh, the early nights.
1: It, well, should we release a random episode as a gift to Victoria?
0: Potentially, I won't promise it, but we certainly it's something we'll, we'll think, think about it. it. We'll certainly <laughs> think about it. Maybe a. <laughs> Uh, you know, reaching our hands and, and hearts across the border yeah. to Victoria. Now, did the stats say that our audience
1: largely not Victorian? <laughs> well, it's our fastest growing market.
0: Is it really? Yeah, that's right. Shit. Well, there you go. So you could almost say like we're like a virus down there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a good one. A good one. And I think you need more good viruses down there than bad ones. Yep. So Dribble and Yarn, from my perspective, given that we've defeated it, is the tonic. It's the solution. It's the uh, the vaccine we don't have, although we do. We've
0: got it. We just, no one's really looked No one's it. really
1: realised yet. Because, I mean, traditionally, like scientists, they, they go... To what's worked in the past, vaccines, right? Yeah. And that's their lane. They stay in their lane. They've got blinkers on. Yeah. But, you know, it, the the science and the, the healing benefits of dribble and yarn, yeah. I don't know if they've been tested rigorously. Sometimes you've no. got to
0: think outside the square. It's it's the more harebrained ideas that often prove to be right. Think about penicillin, Eddie. It was just mold on bread.
1: Yeah. Where'd that come from? What the fuck? Out of the going? box. There you go. Out of the box.
0: We are the mold on the bread of coronavirus yeah. cures. <laughs>
1: That- does that make sense punters <laughs> and dribblers look it might take you a while to wrap your head around that's it. that's
0: why we paused we yeah. gave you a pause to just like let that sink in
1: yeah yeah, yeah. let it sink in and now it's there we're the mold on, on the, the bread, bread of, the of coronavirus, coronavirus. <laughs> yes
0: um so shout out to victoria obviously a very scat stitch down there six weeks of lockdown um uh,
1: uh, even like but even scatter than what we went through right so like they've yeah. got
0: oh no it's like it's worse stage than four
1: everything's shut yeah it
0: sounds awful sounds awful look after yourselves stay in if you what was disappointing to hear to read sorry I'm burping we've been having beers this is the effect it has and beers and dribble sort of it'll bring up the oxygen from the, the gut
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, carbon dioxide
0: <laughs> Cover dogs, yeah, sorry, whatever. Um, disappointing to hear that one in four positive cases in Victoria not at home when they were being contacted.
1: Oh, very disappointing. And I don't know what that speaks to. I don't know if you think you're uh, a bit big for your boots down there. Yeah, some of numbers would suggest you're not. Yeah, numbers that suggest you're not. Now, there is a remedy also for you know, thinking you can frolic around outside, stay indoors and listen to dribbling Yarn. I mean, That's it's correct. the solution to all your problems. Exactly. But yeah, that was a frightening statistic. One in four. Like, bruh. dude,
0: that's you taking the piss. Like, obviously, it's not hard to see how maybe it got to.
1: Where they took it got. the piss, and now coronavirus is taking the piss. You that's know it. I
0: mean? So that's why we're trying to button our top buttons, button our shirts a little bit here in the the great state of New South Wales and mm. Queensland as well.
1: Oh yeah, they're going the big lift. up. Everyone's
0: north. sort of going, all right, let's try and tighten this thing up a little bit. Mm. You know, they heard that dribbling yarn might be a cure, and that Tom and Eddie are, and D or Dave first known threesome to be in a Singapore sweatbox with coronavirus bouncing off the walls and walk out the other side. Yeah. Now I don't know whether we sort of put a a protective shield over Dave, the dribbling yarn sort of, we encased him in it
1: like a force field, a force field of sorts, (laughs) potentially, potentially
0: something that we are also looking into. Um, There's
1: a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of unknowns,
0: um, but Eddie, that aside, mm. one more time, shout out to Victoria.
1: Shout out to him. Uh,
0: you have a Tonker update. Got a how Tonker easy?
1: update. Look, I feel like the listeners are sort of, you know, they're as invested as, as you and I are and Dave yeah. in, in Tonka's well-being. He's happy to. The
0: official dog of the podcast.
1: Official dog of the podcast. Obviously, last week I explained how I got ripped a new a-hole by the Artarman Veterinary Hospital. Uh, got an update. So it turns out that they didn't actually do what they said they did. What do you mean? So Tonka, down at Mollymook, shit out the whole skewer. <laughs> really? Yeah. What? Swear to God. He shit out the whole skewer? I was doing a once-over in the morning, right? Just sort of work him around the house because, you know, we'd had a couple of beers and then you can't keep an eye on him and he's, yeah, he wanders yeah, off yeah. and he does his own thing. Yeah. And I noticed one on the balcony, like a little bit up the other end. And I'm like, what is that? That looks a little bit like a stick. And then I got closer and, oh, wait, that's...
0: The full skewer. That
1: looks like the top of a skewer. And it was like a long shit, right? And the top of of it was exposed and you could see the top of the skewer. And I was like, dear God... And he had actually pooed out the whole thing. The whole thing? So he did inhale it. Yeah. As we, as well, I mean, credit as to... Well, well, as Well, it's credit to Ella and Steph, they weren't lying. He did inhale it. Okay,
0: so their story's starting to check out a little bit
1: more. And more. I've been watching him eat, and he does inhale yeah. when he eats. Like, I need to get him one of those bowls where he needs to slow the fuck down, because yeah, he's yeah. hailing like a vacuum cleaner. He right. rarely chews. Dyson vibes. Dyson vibes, this boy. But inhaled the whole thing and has pooed it out. Now he was vomiting once or twice during the week. We put it down to the antibiotics, and we talked to other people like, "Why is he on antibiotics?" The whole thing's been a shit right from start to finish. <laughs> His doctor needs to be sued. Um, and look, you know, wheels are in motion about potentially.
0: Well, we're hold- we're
1: taking it higher because we keep, need our money. You held back. onto the skewer. No, because I was I was so funny hun- that he
0: ate a kebab then pooed out like a poo kebab, right? There's a bit of. I've got a photo. There. I got a photo of it though. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get it. I got a photo. Get it. it up. We can share it on the screen or like we can put it on Instagram.
1: This was it, bro. Uh, this was
0: holy shit. And it went What's all the way the down thing? to
1: the mate. That's electrical tape. That he's also eaten.
0: What a bad art. Dude, this thing looks like an old relic. There you go, Dior.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, basically, look, wheels are in motion, trying to get our money back. Didn't do what they said. Complete and utter disgrace. At,
2: uh, and Tonka was
1: vomiting, right? He's vomiting for a couple, a couple of nights here. I put it down to the antibiotics. It was him obviously trying to get this thing up. Couldn't get it up. No. So, the body's like, let's backdoor this let's, thing. Let's push this thing out
0: the back door ASAP.
1: Which now, he has.
0: I've got to try and find who hit us up on the IG. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it here, but someone basically saying that he was a doctor, doctor, and he was like, uh, you're being hoodwinked, Eddie. He would sort of... he talk- Saw that. I forgot to reply, I think. Fuck, what was his name? We get too many inboxes for me to remember, but this guy... I mean, can you see how long ago they sent shit to you? It would have been like Monday, right? Well, no, we did the podcast was in like, one day.
1: It would be six days ago, five days ago, or maybe five, because.
0: It was a name I recognised in that. This
1: guy. This guy. Here we go. So, right.
0: so this is uh, Tron Grit. Uh, Tron Regit. Mm. I don't know how to pronounce that correctly, but. I knew I recognized the name. Lads, after listening to this week's podcast and hearing the debacle with Eddie that Eddie went through with Tonka and the vet bills, I felt obliged to reach out. There is a hundred percent no doubt, in my opinion, brackets qualification, surgical registrar humans, that Eddie has been taken for a ride with regards to the needs for the endoscopy. If Tonka had inhaled the skewer,
1: which he did whole which he did then it would
0: not have made it past his esophagus. It did. <laughs> and there would have been signs of obstruction, distress, drawing because he can't swallow his saliva and or vomiting.
1: Well, he was vomiting. Yeah, he was vomiting, but not till... So we got it Thursday night. He didn't vomit till Monday. He vomited Monday morning yeah, and right. Wednesday morning. He
0: carries on here. Easiest 2K that guy ever made. Go with your gut next time. Uh, if the dog's fine, then uh, less is more. Be soon. So, still mixed messages because he doesn't think that there's any way Tonka could have gone through it. Now, look, Trone doesn't know Tonka the way you and I do. And we know Tonka's capable of inhaling almost <laughs> anything.
1: Almost anything, punters and dribblers. Nothing is off limits for this boy. What does boy me, though, Tom? What does get me out of bed? Is knowing that Tonka has the fortitude, the the internal strength.
0: Yeah, to just go fuck it. I'm pushing this to
1: finger. shit out a kebab. Yeah, and stick. you go know, like. And you're like, mate, you are you're made of the right start.
0: Yeah. He's a, well, that's why he's the official dog of the podcast, make no
1: mistake. So, shout out to Tonka for going the big lift, or the big poo, rather. The big poo. Um, where but v- t- <laughs> where were you when the big poo went down? <laughs> well, I was probably yahooing.
0: Well, we should. that should almost be Molly Mook's big thing, right? So, like, everyone's going where big, were you when Tonka Marino, did the big poo? The big I Marino, was having a yahoo. The big prawn, the big banana. We've got Tonka's big shit down the big in, poo. Uh, down down in at
1: Molly Mook. Mook. Go check it out. So, uh, look, I'll, I'll keep the punters and the dribblers informed about what happens with the uh, Artaud Vet Hospital. If I was a punter or a dribbler, worth your salt, don't go there. They're no good.
0: Yeah, and and also, if you wanted to, if you're a betting man, bet Edward Simpson gets a nice little refund.
1: <laughs> oh, you bet it.
0: You bet it. You better bet it. You better bet it. Um, but that's, uh, that's, that's all i got. Yeah, mate, I've got nothing else really. I mean, if we're just sort of doing, you know, the preamble, bit about you, bit about me, how are our lives? How are they going?
1: Yeah.
0: Is Evie Rose, the official baby of the podcast, starting to crawl a little bit? Yeah, she might be.
1: She God. Might be. She, she, great core. Great core.
0: Each, each week there just seems to be something. And legs she's doing. and great thigh Dude, strength. Dude, she was up on her all fours today and I'm like, what is going on here? You're oh, just a fucking beast. But look, there's nothing too exciting. I know we've got some dads who listen, some mums who listen, and they're now tracking the journey of the official baby, the podcast. They can't help it. Uh, Evie Rose Crawling. So if your kids are around the same age and not crawling, then yeah, you should feel lesser than. That's the way it goes in the parental game, unfortunately. I'm not happy about it. It's not that it's something that I get in. They're not rules you wrote. They're not the rules I wrote, but the law of Mother's Group is if my baby's doing something earlier than yours, then I'm a better parent. So...
1: Has Steph dropped it in the group yet? No. Has because, she gone the flex?
0: No, she. I don't think so. And the reality is because Mother's groups aren't... Because they're, they're not actually like that, but it's kind of is. In As the if sense it's that, not like, like that. In the sense that Evie, unfortunately, rightly or wrongly, is fucking... Excuse me again. Beers and yarn bring up CO2 from the gut. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Damaging the ozone. Yeah, aim, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rightly <laughs> or wrongly, Evie is an exemplary young child, right? Can't help that. I can't help it. It's not me being an overly proud father. It's just the truth, right? Mm. Sky's blue, sun mm. sets, moon, you mm. know, all that shit. Evie, mm. phenomenal baby. Yeah. And unfortunately, and she's the youngest baby in the group. Shut out Uh so unfortunately, well Steph's like feels like she's bragging if she talks too much, but like You know, there's some baby in there that's like 16 years old. And it's like, oh, he just sat up for the first time. So it's like, oh, yeah. Evie's been doing that for fucking ages, bro. And Mm. she's way younger. So in the mother's group, you actually feel, Steph feels bad if she talks too much because she doesn't want to be that mum who's like... I get that. Which is, I'm essentially that mum of the mother's group, but I'm doing it on a podcast and just bragging about my child. To the masses. To the masses. So my kid's better than yours. (laughs) uh, But I think it's probably time we start to talk some sport, Eddie. I'd love to. I'm actually stinging this. Person. Yeah, we has to. So a uh, bit of rugby league, obviously. Eddie, I'm going to ask you to scooch forward just a touch there to make sure that see. you're a...
1: I, uh, I well, can't. You are I can not you can not Why oh, is look. that? Leg. Can't bend oh, your knees. I suppose I, or like fucking, this. I You like can this. put a leg there. Wow, <laughs> look
0: at you fucking finding <laughs> solutions to problems like a bloody 21st century man.
1: Fuck this, mic. Gives in this shit? It's the way it goes, bro. I'm never comfortable with no. it. No. <laughs> uh, look, it's the way it is. Um, How's that? Am I in?
3: Yeah, yeah you're um, on the yeah.
0: edge. You're certainly on the edge. It'll make it hard for Dave if he ever wants to zoom in on a shot.
3: No, nah, because this is alright. It is already pretty zoomed. It's pretty nicely framed, isn't it?
0: Ned? No, you're yeah, good, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, you're fine. So, Eddie. Yeah. Rugby league God's game, God's winter game, but God's game it seems for all seasons.
1: I mean, he doesn't, what, when summer comes along, he doesn't start hating rugby league. No, exactly. He's, he just he just chooses to put cricket d- on.
0: To be honest, during summer, he probably loves rugby league more. He pines for it. He yearns for rugby league in summer, but that's not the point. He loves all his children, he loves a all la children rugby league and, and cricket. And test cricket. Um, we will get to Manley's loss, but I feel like it's important to maybe just touch on one of the bigger news stories mm. uh, from the weekend. And that was, well, two things. Firstly, for those of you that follow d or Dave's Instagram, at dot Dave. Yeah. dot Dave. Uh, he finally revealed his true identity. Um, mm. I thought that was brave. It was very stunning brave. and brave.
1: Stunning and brave. Well, yeah, exactly right. He's not much to look at. He's all skin and bone. He's all skin he's, and bone. He's a bit of a rag doll you know, sort of operator. Kind of all over the place, and he was like, you know, he I looked think. ill. Yeah, he did. He, he looked ill. It wasn't your best photo. It was a weird one to put up.
3: <laughs> yeah, but you know you don't get into the podcasting game for your good looks. So. Well,
1: that's true. No, you don't. No, that's you all get right. into it for your dribble and your yarn. So that was brave. Good on you, mate. Terrific. But the bet, the, the bet. bet that stole the nation, the bet that
0: stole the nation, D or Dave versus Neilson the Overcastrian.
1: So Neilson, obviously one of the lippier members of the punters and the dribblers,
0: the lippiest.
1: Yeah, certainly. Yeah, he's the lippiest. He he. What did he threw down the gauntlet to Dave,
3: saying that he wanted to put a bet on. Is that right? That's right. He said... Well, he seemed pretty confident at the start that... Is he Knights in your DMs hard? He's in, the, he's in the D or Dave DMs quite frequently. <laughs> quite frequently. Does anyone? Well, no one. Especially since I was in Newcastle recently. I feel like he's kind of bonded with me oh, through that. okay. Nice. So, so, yeah. Basically, he wanted me to reveal uh, my face as part of the bet. Little did he know I already did have plans to, you know, do a reveal. i had been summoning up the courage for weeks and weeks since mm. I started the podcast. Yeah. And, Today was the big X on my calendar. Yeah. Mm. So I already had that. The bet had to be something else. Um, he mentioned he'll drop his Nova Castrian alias and just call himself Daniel Nielsen. That actually, would have, that, <laughs>
0: that would have been
3: funny, <laughs> fucking
0: hilarious. <laughs> Just call himself Daniel Nielsen. Yeah. Uh,
3: that would have been alright, but we kind of figured it should be something posted in the P's and D's page, something yep. everyone can enjoy. Yep. Um, my first uh, offer to him was a hog bet. Mm. Yeah. Obviously. Which I,
1: I mean,
0: I thought that was. I mean, listen, we've obviously seen D or Dave, and we know that there's he's got no dramas. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: that's why he put it forward. Exactly.
0: The yep. hog bet. Yeah. That'd be like you or I going. Oh, let's have like a hair bet. It's like, yeah, we'll put our hair forward. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no dramas. Follically gifted. Yeah. Dave, <laughs> hogly gifted.
1: Mm, mm. So put the hog forward. Nilso, obviously, he balked. Did Neil? Sh- did did Nilsa shrivel? At not the, the first. Hog not the first person to balk at your hog. <laughs>
3: no. <laughs> Certainly Muched. won't be the last. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But so, yeah, so he, Neil So's reaction to the hog bet unfavorable. He was
3: knocking. I don't know if he was more scared about the result not going his way, or maybe about something that would happen after.
0: Yeah, right. Or the hog having yeah. to be put on show.
3: Yeah. So we settled on a poem, a song of some sorts, maybe a you know a lyrical and literary. Yeah. Well, it can be yeah, a poem written, directed, performed, filmed. Yes. By the loser. Maybe over some nice soft music, something to set the mood, Well, yeah, look, exactly, it's yeah. it's
1: in Nilso's hands now, whatever yeah. he wants to do, but the the stage has been set. Mm-hmm. So he was he has to write one now about Pappenhausen. You would would have to have written one about Ponger had That's you lost.
3: Right. He's got plenty of uh, content now considering Pappenhausen just put Ponger on the bitch this week. Well
1: Pappenhausen played a good game of Rugby League football. Pappenhausen was
0: they were firstly you know who got rid of him? Tigers, DMC, idiots. And then the Storm were going to get rid of him as well. For, cause they had Jerome Hughes and Josh Drinkwater. Or Scotty Drinkwater. Scott, Scott Drinkwater, Drinkwater yeah. Um, but then he's just kind of like... Mate, you keep a, you
1: keep a boy in that storm system long enough, and they start to flourish. You know what I mean? Well, most just, of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. Yes. Obviously, there's a couple of outliers there that Brody we, did Croft. Croft that we, but we that we've been through. Yeah, that can't be helped. No cases that beyond repair. Yes. Tom. Yes. But as a general rule of thumb, you put a you put a young hunk into that storm setup, and they can flourish in time. Yes. And he's got Billy Slater, the greatest fullback of all time, giving him some pointers. So yeah, he put Punger on the bitch. He was put him on the bitch so hard. It was a good game of footy. Yeah. I enjoyed myself thoroughly, but yeah. I was always a little bit apprehensive. I was like, "Mate, if I was Nilson, I would not be comfortable here storm humming right now." Yeah, that was a weird Knights on a on a decline towards ninth probably again. Yeah. I mean, they'll they love ninth.
3: It's the curse number 9. It's
1: yeah, yeah, in yeah. Their, team their nine their went down again. Yeah, their nine's curse.
0: Chris cursed. Randall got fucking KO'd and was out for the game. That's like 400 fucking nines. And then they had and that whoever came on to replace him I don't know what happened, but he was a young kid and he got injured. He still played out the game because he had to, but he was like limping around the field. Mm. Uh, but excited to hear what Neilso. I thought we were going to have that today, but obviously we don't have Nielso's
1: poem because he's well, he's trying to figure out what rhymes with Pappenhausen,
0: which is that's that's
1: you know, that's tough. But it was good. Uh, little bets like that, I don't mind punters and dribblers, and something we're happy to get behind. If you wanna, if you wanna throw some shade in the punters and dribblers group. You know, maybe take someone on, yeah. put your pride on the line. So
0: also, like, take on D or Dave. If your team's coming up against the Storm each week, like, whoever, D or Dave's happy to, well, we're happy definitely to put him on the line for shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll be
3: confident with just about whoever Storm's playing anyway. It's actually a pretty good, yeah. it's a
0: pretty good situation for him because the Storm are so good. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, it's, you know what it's like? You know what it's like? It's like when Mike Tyson went to prison and apparently, rumour has it, that people, lifers, people that are in there for life, used to line up to have a crack at him and he would fucking feed them one after another. Bare knuckle boxing. Yeah, would you do that?
0: if And like, if you were in prison, you're in there for life.
1: You gotta be, and you're a big guy.
0: Well, but I'm just thinking, you're in there for life. Life's not gonna get very exciting for you. In fact, day to day, you're pretty much worried about getting killed or assaulted physically, sexually, whatever. Mm. So it's pretty hectic. Whether you'd be like, you know what, like, fuck... I'm not going to be able to do anything really cool. Like, maybe I should just try and take on Mike Tyson.
1: Mate, that's why the story is true. You can just imagine how many blokes in there would be like, fucking oath, let me have a crack at Iron Mike. In his prime, no less prime. prime. No rules, no refs, no gloves, bare knuckle. And apparently he fed the lot of... Of course he did, dude. I would pay... What sort of money would you pay to be a guard or Could a fly in the wall watching that go down the stories those
0: guards would have and then even the guys that fight him where you just going oh yeah I fought Iron Mike Tyson in his prime like, there's... yeah 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 no it wasn't on pay per view I didn't It was. I got no money out of it no no it, it was I in just, his jail cell it was in a jail cell and he it's actually why I, this eye doesn't work
1: yeah, yeah 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 yeah. that's why the left side of my face is droopy yeah and, exactly and riddled with scar tissue And actually ripped my cheek teeth. off yeah mate but, but it was all
0: worth it but you, that's what you know, that's I'm sure of. Dave, that's sort what of. D or
1: Dave's capable of. All right.
0: Deo Dave's essentially Iron Mike in prison. He's Iron
1: Mike in prison. If you want to stand up and and take a shot at the champ, undefeated, undefeated rather. Undefeated, undisputed. In his prime. In his prime, he's one from one. Yeah. He's flying. Got a hog that won't quit. Will not quit. <laughs> you can set your watch to it. If you want to take that man on.
0: Then have know. a
1: crack. Put it. Put a. Put some on the line. We'll you can. You gonna... can
0: literally set your watch to Dave's Hog, and they do. It's like when it, you pass the sort of what's the line? Not Greenwich Mean Time. They're like the it's international uh, international date, date line. Date line. Time. Yeah, date line. International yeah. Hog line yeah, is yeah. Dior Dave's. Yeah. Schlong wrapping around the globe. <laughs> I hope your family don't <laughs> listen to this, Dave.
4: <laughs> and if they do, then... And they ignore do, everything we've just said. And then if yeah.
0: they do, then phenomenal genes. Yeah, yeah. You've done a great job with your son.
1: Shout your out boy. shout out to Papa Dior. So look, I mean, we're throwing that out there. Uh, but also, you've got to put something on the line of a bit of substance. Yeah. You know I mean? You can't walk in and then you get five bucks. Like, boring. No. Would I and Mike, would, would I and Mike have bet five bucks? I don't no, think so. I don't think so. He bets lives. Yeah. That's it. You bet lives in there.
0: We're not asking you about your life, but maybe something like it. I'm just
1: saying, you know, it's gotta be the ballpark, right? Yes. Um But good good to see and good to see the Sunshine Coast. Now a lot of people going, Oh, did it meet COVID rules? Did it meet COVID rules? Look, no new cases in, in Brisbane, uh, in Queensland rather. I mean
0: that's it's been a day, so But I'm just saying. Yeah.
1: And if they want to go out there and enjoy some nice rugby league football in the sun, then let them do it. Then let them do it because we don't know what's coming tomorrow. No, that's true. You know what I mean. You got to eat today.
0: What's what's the saying? And this is one that like every influencer chick probably has on their Instagram. Where it's like, yesterday was a, yesterday's history, tomorrow is a mystery, and today is a gift. So live every day
1: as if if it's your last. That was the punter and the dribbler yesterday at Sunshine Coast. They <laughs> didn't
0: give a fuck.
1: They were living their, their lives like it was their last. Yeah. And you could tell. There, there seemed to be an energy there. There was a couple of punters and dribblers sent us in some photos. They were there yeah. live. Feno. It looked
0: good. It looked good. It was HD live. I
1: like the look of that Sunshine Coast ground. I really I do. I like
0: it. Now, Eddie, forgive me and my ignorance and all uh, and all above. Uh, where is the Sunshine Coast?
1: North of Brisbane.
0: Okay, right. And is that where they want the other
1: team, the Firehawks? I don't know where they want the Firehawks. I will say this. initially, I don't saw, like
0: the name. Now, do you know what it means? Do you know what it is? Because initially I heard Firehawks and I went, that is the lamest fucking thing. That's like, they've combined like two different things. Like, you know. I'm happy to be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me. Let me, let me blow your proverbial load for you mm. all over the name. That'd be nice. So... The firehawks isn't like someone, you know, melding to things of like, you know... Fire and hawk. Fire and hawk (laughs) or like power and ranger, right? Yes. Power rangers. It's not like that. Firehawks are apparently... And Dior, I'm going to ask you to be quick with the Dioring here. I'm ready to go. Thank you so much. Uh, Is uh, an indigenous Australian bird that is the first known animal outside of Humanos to use fire... And that they're those birds that pick up embers and go and drop them in other places to scare out, like, mice and shit. And then they <sniffs> and gat the mice. Wow. That's sick. That's badass. I like that. Yeah. Guy. Firehawk. That's sick. Right? Now, is that... And is the logo that? a
1: firehawk dropping an ember? No, well, it's a hawk on fire. The logo could be better. I think it should be dropping an ember. It Still, should be. Stay it true should... to your name, yeah. otherwise it's a hawk on fire. Yeah, I know.
0: Look, you could, I mean, it's just maybe you want to make sure that this hawk has, like, flames hanging off its feet, maybe. Something cool. They could make, the, look, they could make the logo better, but the name maybe itself... it's got. Maybe
1: it's got fire in its mouth. Do you know what I mean? Yes,
0: it could be carrying some embers in its mouth. or in its. I think you probably carry it with their feet, though. Who knows? Well, I'd say, like, you don't want the fire it in your mouth. It would be hot. It'd be hot as yeah. shit, right?
1: Like, if you were to carry. I I wouldn't tell the firehawk what to do. No, but
0: if you were going to pick up embers to go and scare mice out of bushes, would you pick it up with your mouth or would you pick it up with your hands? If you had to use something. Had to. Yeah, you'd use hands. Yeah. Well,
1: you're going to put the embers out in your mouth, aren't you? To a degree.
0: I think that's the least of your problems, (laughs) though, right? It's more
1: about burning your lips (laughs) or a beak in this case, or your tongue. Or your tongue. But With we your digress. eyes, man. Embers and your beard. Look, I don't know if that's where they're going to be on the Sunshine Coast, you or Dave. That's probably up to you as Can well. Can you...
3: Um... Uh, yeah, so you pretty much nailed it about the significance of it. Um, it just says, according to Aboriginal folklore, uh, the birds used hu- fire to hunt and introduced fire to the humans. So, very sacred and, you know, oh, worshipped.
0: so actually they introduced us to fire.
3: Yeah, that's what Allegedly. it says. Allegedly. Allegedly, according to Fox Sports, which... May or may not be the best place to use it. Well, staff Aboriginal writers are history. known
0: to be on the money with a lot of things. I'm mm. prepared to uh, go with that yarn. I'll go with it. But even if they didn't introduce it to the Indigenous people, if that's what the Indigenous are saying, I'm happy to back that, certainly. Mm. But um, I think that made the name fucking way more hectic. Initially, no, I was go, like,
1: yeah. lame, Power Rangers... You know what? It's actually really cool. It's cool, and then you look at you know you look at a team like the Gold Coast Titans, and it makes you just go, oh. soulless,
0: soulless. I
1: tell you what they should
0: do, and I may have said this on previous podcasts, but if they bring in a new team, they should make a rule that that team and subsidise it in some way if it means they lose money, but make that team have to have the same jersey for five years minimum, so that the te- the fans can get attached to a fucking jersey, like a foundational jersey, like the way I get around with my three-quarter sleeve manly jerseys, Mm. or you know, Dior Dave, even that, although it didn't happen with the Storm, but that 1999 Storm jersey, which was fucking badass. And I think, you know, my brother had one, but like Storm's a horrible example because they've been around for like five years. But, you know, the old Parra jerseys, the old Rabideaux jerseys. Well, the the old St. George jerseys. The old St. George jerseys. The old Balmain jerseys. If you just make the club have to have it for a certain amount of time, allow that, like, that's one of the things about the Titans is they just seem like soft drink. When did they start changing the
1: jersey every year?
0: Once they realized that you can make money selling a jersey like every Like, back
1: in the day, they wouldn't have changed it for 50 years.
0: I don't know what the, the answer is there, Eddie, and I don't know how often they changed jerseys back in the day. Like, I mean, they definitely changed them, and maybe it's just... I think it's more that, like, you had one a year, and it was that fucking year, at least. But now it's like you have different jerseys every week.
1: Yeah, but there's still a Wouldn't home and away jersey. There's still a home and away jersey that would stay the year. I'm saying back in the day, they would have had the same jersey for decades.
0: Back in the day, day absolutely because it was like you know it was a different person each week who had to go and wash the jersey. Well, they didn't even have sponsors in. on them. No,
1: it was but, just the V and the colors yeah, and the badge.
0: But I think that that's something that would be cool. And it was horse. heavy cotton.
1: That was yeah. That when wet was just weighed an well, extra tonne. Yeah,
0: it added like twelve kilos. But you know to what it added, range. Tom? You know what it added? Character, character, vibe, passion,
1: vibe. Not, I don't, I don't look at those jerseys anymore, and I get overwhelmed with vibe. Just, I can't, I can't remember the last time I was just overcome with vibe. No. I will say this though, some of the indigenous jerseys I liked.
0: Now that's obviously right. It's hard not to get. You but know, they had vibe. About. They had vibe. Of course, they do.
1: A lot, of, but except for Canberra's. Except, yeah, Canberra's no good. I didn't really like uh, the Canterbury's either. That's just I don't my...
0: remember. I didn't watch that game.
1: But some had more vibe than others. Yes. But what I'm saying is, generally speaking, most jerseys now don't have a whole lot of vibe. They're no. made out of. They're made out of bogan silk. Bogan silk they got covered head-to-toe in sponsors. You can yes. barely see what colour the, the jersey is now. Is. You yeah. know what I mean? No. Just fucking riddled in sponsors. Lost their soul. Lost their soul. Lost their vibe. First thing I'd change if I was Peter Valandis: strip them back. Strip them back. Yeah. Just go, mate. Look at the All Blacks. They've got Adidas, and that's it. You could do something like that.
0: You could certainly... Well, I mean, yeah. You can do One something sponsor. like that. Yeah, but I mean, you'd have to be charging a... You're probably charging fuckloads more in an All Blacks jersey. That's
1: of course, I'm just saying. No, I get you. Loss something, of vibe.
0: something. Loss of vibe, vibe-free zone. Now, um, Tom, I've
1: got, I've, I've, I've got a question for you, and I've been thinking about it. I,
0: just please lay it on me.
1: Now, obviously, historically speaking, you've, you have at points been critical of young Nathan Cleary. Where do you, where do you stand on him now?
0: Uh he is my seven for New South
4: Wales. <laughs>
1: He's terrific. He is
0: a he's fantastic terrific. rugby league footballer. He's terrific. He is. Do you know what? He did not really deserve probably to be picked in State of Origin uh, in any of the six or five times he's played to date. Mm. And that's no disrespect to Nath. Well, he's great, just a young boy finding he's his feet. just a young boy finding his feet. One of the great chins in world sport. Eddie, we know this. But Nath now an out-and-out out footballer. Mm. It has oh, to be said. Out. Oh, out now.
1: out Out-and-out footballer. Defends and- the house down. Kicking game that would... Uh, melt hearts. Yeah, it does. I'm looking it, for something more than no, that. No, but you yeah. know what I mean.
0: It, it, well, well, certainly, uh, you know, puts blue blood into the pencils <laughs> of the New South, of Welsh. the New South Welshman.
1: Uh, and fear in the hearts of the Queenslanders. Fear
0: in the hearts of the Queenslanders. Uh, great with the ball, like great passer of the ball, grubbering to himself for tries. Measured,
1: measured. You know what I mean.
0: He knows He knows when to make a play. Knows when to be conservative. Yeah, like his
1: game against us was.
0: Well, Manly didn't lose that game. Na- Nath won it.
1: Well, there was two. There was two combining factors that sort that's of that's true. That sort of made it almost impossible for Manly to get the chockies to get the two points. Nathan yeah. becoming a man. Nathan and... becoming a man before our very yeah, eyes. Yeah. Because literally, that was that was him. That, that was, was his greatest game. That of was Kobe his walk. Ever. That was his walkabout moment. That's it. For an to use an indigenous term, right? Quite,
0: quite coarsely.
1: Started the vulgarly. Started the game a boy and finished it a man. Yes. In some respect, yes, right? that's true.
0: It was a, it was a cultural ceremonial type. That's what of I game. mean.
1: That's what I mean. Where it was, like it was the birthing the of
0: ant gloves for that tribe in uh, I don't know South America where you got the glove full of ants, fire ants. You stick yes. your hands. Yeah, in yeah, them. exactly right. Your hands are all fucked that up. That other one where From they where you cut your skin or they whip your or back. Or they jump
1: off that like bungee jump sort of setup, but it, it's not a bungee Correct. jump. But it's, it's not just it's a just vine. A, it's just
0: a vine, and you probably yeah. dislocate your
1: hips. Like. It's a it's a it's a male like becoming a man ceremony, is Correct. what I'm talking about. That was that was the game against Against Manly. Manly. Now hard for a team to win against a side
0: when their star player is mm. becoming a man mid game.
1: Mid game, right in front of your eyes. Yeah. Eighty minutes of football to become a man, and he yeah, did. And he did. Now, was it made easier by the fact that we didn't have an out and out footballer in our side? Yeah, I'm not it. saying that it hundred percent was, but I also sort of am. No,
0: it's, it's it hundred percent was. <laughs> If you, as we said one or two weeks ago, if you're an opposition player and you look at the team sheet of, an, of the team you're coming up against and you go, "There's a Cade in that side," you mm. go, "Fuck." Yeah. It's a poor. It's a. There's it a reason to hesitate a little bit.
1: Mike Tyson, again, to use him as reference, would stare into the, the eyes and the soul of the of the fighter he was up against in the ring, and if they looked away even for a split second, he knew he had them. He had them. It's the same thing when the, ta- when the opposition team is looking at the team sheet they and they go and they run from one to 17. They might even look at the 18th man and they don't see an out-and-out footballer in the side. They don't see a Cade, a Cade cast. I guarantee you it gives them a spring in their step. Yes. And vice versa, the other way around. If they Correct. do see a Cade, they, they blink. They look away.
0: Pause for reflection, at least. Yeah. Now, I mean, listen. Top to bottom, 1-33 to 33 in the Manly Seagull squad. Out and out footballers. Phenomenal men. Phenomenal footballers. Phenomenal Australians. Or New Zealanders, wherever you come from. Tonga Samar et al. Cade Cush should have been in that side. Mm. I'm not saying who should have been dropped. But I'm saying Cade Cush should have been in that side. I will say that he probably should have been there for, for Croker. So I am saying someone should have been dropped. But I don't have any crack at Croker. I'm just saying, if you've got it, Cade, use the Cade. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's you, like know fo- I mean? it's, you know what it's like? It's like fo- folding pocket aces. No, not interested. You don't interested. fold pocket aces, <laughs> yeah, You Eddie. don't. You don't even fold a Cade. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do it. You don't leave a
0: Cade out of a squad. Now, I don't know if Des... is. I don't know what Des was thinking. He's under pressure. That was a weird decision. <laughs> Very strange. Nothing about Lachlan, but if you've got a Cade, you use the Cade. Don't leave a Cade on the table. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't fold a Cade. You don't fold a Cade. Now... Uh, obviously, Dylan Walker has broken his foot again. RIP to his foot. He's going to be out for a while. Cade will be back. Yeah, but I just don't understand. Maybe it's the fact that what Croker has maybe some more versatility in Des's mind. Maybe he's a bigger player, bigger body, could play in the back row. Maybe I don't know. Maybe like well, he's got
1: the fourteen on the back. Thinks utility, and but Cade could have been a utility, Edward. But Cade. Can play utility. That's what Dez is missing. No offense. No, no offense to Dez. No offense to Dez. But you can use an ace wherever you want. Yeah, bah. it's a. It's like a. Uh, it's like
0: in Uno when you've got that draw four any color. You yes. can put it on anything. Anything you want. Anything oh, you want. It's a draw four any color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's. Oh, we got an ninja back row. Cade. Cade.
1: Oh yeah, we've got a fullback problem. Cade. Cade. Hooker problem. Cade. Cade. Fullback problem. Cade. Cade. Front rower. Cade. Cade. Rest gone down. Cade. Metatachi. Cade. Waters, oranges, Cade, oranges Cade, Cade,
0: Cade, 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 whatever you need.
1: Now he's the jack, jack of all cades. He's a jack of all cades. He's the jack of all cades. Obviously next week Dylan out, Cade in. Yeah. And I think that we will watch closely to see if our jack of all cades, uh, Cade Trumps all rhetoric yeah. is spot on.
0: It was last it time we talked about Cade. He then got man look, of the match. Look, I mean, look. If you he want... got man of the match the week before <laughs> against the Cowboys. He got man of the match. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You'd have to tell me. Don't have to tell me. But all I'm saying is, no offence to Nathan, that made his job easier in becoming a man. Yeah,
0: exactly. And, and they listen, may still be a boy. N- well, he, exactly. <laughs> if it weren't for the fact that we left a Kate on the table. may still be a boy. And so, you know what? For New South Wales' sake, I think every fucking New South Welshman should be thanking Manly, really. Mm. Because we left a Kate out so Nathan could become a man.
1: <laughs> and now will lead us to a three-peat. Yeah. And make no mistake.
0: It'll be it'll be Keery and Cleary. Oh, yeah. And then we will be talking about this as a six-seven duo to our kids, yep. or our kids will be talking about to their kids. You know, it'll be like, "Oh, remember when Keira and Cleary just throbbed took
1: us to nine in a row? Yeah,
0: nine in a row, and and, and we just pissed all
1: over yeah, Queensland yeah, yeah, for yeah, nine yeah. straight years. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what yeah. was what was that? What what triggered that? What well, triggered that? I wonder. Oh, it was leaving a cade on the table.
0: Sweet. So really. At the end of every series that New South Wales win off the back of Nathan Cleary, there should be a little Manly Warringah at least footnote. Just a little, just a little CC. Yeah, CC Manly Warringah.
1: Seals. Just a little CC next to it, Cade cast
0: Oh, Kade Cuss. Yeah, you're right. Cade <laughs> Kade MWS. Yeah. Thanks. Special
1: thanks to. Special thanks to. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. But uh, mate, the Panthers look good. They, did look, I've been waiting they for, actually did look very I've good. been waiting for a side. Obviously, Storm, everyone knows about him. I've been looking for a side sort of perusing, as we have from week to week time, the top four, uh, who can who can sort of take the chockies at the end of the year. Mm. October football now. Yeah. Glad to see there's another side that can sort of, you know, has the potential seemingly to upset the Roosters because, as I said last week, can't do three premierships in a row.
0: No, we can't unless we were sort of, you know wanting josh morris to finally get a premiership but i agree edward we can't uh i'm happy to i'm ha- like penrith aside i can cop mm. winning the premiership Parramatta, absolutely not no um but yeah penrith i'm cool with oh yeah doing it all with a ghost for a fullback as well which is pretty impressive <laughs> their forward pack's pretty dope yeah. Their forward pack's pretty dope. Now, I put a bet on on the weekend that would have won me 25 grand. Now, that sounds way cooler than it is because you just basically put enough legs into anything and you'll win 25 grand. Yeah. Didn't come off. No. But. Close. What, when Close? It comes, uh, listen, I had five try scorers, got two of them. Curtis and almost scored. So I almost had three or five. Yeah. Um... But I got Crichton and uh, Isaiah Yo. Can't believe he didn't have
1: stains in there.
0: Didn't realise he was playing.
1: Big up and comer. Six tries in what? 100 minutes of football,
3: to- uh, Dave, you were saying? Yeah, six tries in like 106 minutes or something. I that's, he came off after like 15, 20. Yeah,
0: that's an aggressive amount of football. Now, again, they obviously stuck the hose up his ass after the lockjaw because he's mm. back on the field. <laughs> but um, but now he's done a hammy. Yeah. I don't know if they're
1: related. Well, look, it depends on the pressure of the hose, Tom. That's true. We should have, we, there's a caveat behind our uh, hose rhetoric. Hose
0: rhetoric, and that you need, you need to, it's like the PSI of the yeah, hose yeah. has
1: don't, to be... Don't use a gurney.
0: No. No, gurney will blow his intestines out.
1: <laughs> or or a hammy. Or a hammy.
0: So the hose pressure may have been a thing for poor old Stainsey.
1: mm Look, I know we've got reach. I know that that's almost certainly what they did. I yeah. think they sucked the hose up there. Yeah, the pressure. Obviously, they got that wrong.
0: We don't know the pressure they used. That's like the, that's the probably the only thing that the only variable. The psi. Either. We didn't have control of the psi, of the hose, because uh, obviously we want to see a young throbber do Well, Stainsy, a Forbes boy, I think. You know, he's a New South Welshman through and through. He's yeah, Forbes control. boy.
1: Good stock good out stock that out way. There really good stock.
0: Hard, out tough there. country boys. Hard, tough. Go all day time. Yeah, 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 and. Play with passion as well. But maybe that's where they went wrong is they're going, this this kid's tough. We're gonna need a hose with some serious pressure to blow out his jaw. Yeah, that's so, it. So
1: Well they looked at him and said he's a Ford boy. A Ford boy, we need a get the fucking gurney. There's no way and that, crank it up yeah, to
0: ten. Yeah, no general no run-of-the-mill hose link garden <laughs> hose is gonna get this lock jaw unlocked.
1: <laughs> We're to get the big boys. But get, look, I mean We've got sh- a fire hose. Where's we gonna get him
0: down to the We gotta get Shetta. Ruan Sims down there with a fucking <laughs> With a fire hose and just blow him out. Might have been too much. It was too much. It was too much. It
1: was too much.
0: And he still managed to score two tries.
1: Oh, goodness. Sensational stuff. Uh, but, yeah, look, I think that's Manly Panthers. That's Manly Panthers. Yeah.
0: Um, What else did I have in rugby league? I can't remember.
3: There was something. You see, Watteni's Lesniak play the ball backwards.
0: That was embarrassing. (laughs) That was tough for Watteni.
3: But I do
1: also feel I did see that poor old Watteni. It's it's never good when you see those. No, it's no
0: fuck. But I also think like when people go like, "Oh, he's getting absolutely roasted online," it's like it is also like, bro. It's not. That crazier thing to happen if you just get
1: smashed by four guys. You know what? Not in the modern game. No, because we live we live in a world where rugby league throws up more salacious stuff, more interesting stuff, more stuff that you can ridicule than playing the ball the wrong way. He got
0: belted. He got you know. It's like getting put through a washing machine, and then he gets up and he's like, "Oh fuck!" Like, yeah, you look like an idiot, <laughs> but that's it, right? Yeah, oh, you look like a dumbass, but you are actually. I think I think you're like it's not that fucking big of a it's not that big of a fuck up. I tell you what's a fuck up. I tell you if I'm a Bulldogs fan who I want shot in the middle of the street is fucking Aiden Tolman, who when they have just come back from sixteen nil down and it's now 18 16, and they have a fucking penalty right in front of the post to level it up. And Aiden Tolman, who has no right to be doing anything other than what the fucking halfback tells him, which is run the ball straight and shut the fuck up, takes a quick tap and runs for the fucking try line before getting tackled, and they lose the game by two points. I was watching it, and I don't have a fucking dog in the fight, and I was like, Aiden! What the fuck are you doing, mate? Like I was furious for the Bulldogs fans. I would, like that was. It's just when you go, it's it's the like the Matt Dunning going for a drop goal. They just go, <laughs> yeah. Just stay in your lane, yeah. bro. Yeah. This yeah. is not what you play
1: rugby league. You're given for. lanes for a reason.
0: You fucking idiot. Mm. You idiot. <laughs>
1: It's always the big boys. The
0: big boys who think I'm gonna go for a quick yeah. tap. Man. I'm
1: sick of trucking nut all game. Yeah. I want to be the. I want to be the guy. I'd for like once. some
0: glory <laughs> here.
1: I'd like to be. Why can't I for once be the guy? Why not me? Why not me? Hey, why not me? Big fellas have. We've got dreams. Yeah. We've got aspirations. We, you know, we want to be recognized. We like, want to be alphas yeah, too. Yeah, sure. Listen,
0: we- Aiden. Why not you? That's why. Because yeah. you tapped it, and not only did you tap it right. I would be more forgiving of Aidan Tolman's decision to tap the ball and go himself, which is, unless you're a playmaker, inherently selfish. Mate,
1: when was the last time you saw a tap and go?
0: Uh, From more than 20 metres out. Like Aiden was gonna have the speed to hoodwink an entire opposition. You don't see the
1: tap and go very often. He's gone for
0: a tap and go and got pulled down five metres from the try line. Like you didn't even get close. (laughs) You didn't get close. You were too far out and the Bulldogs didn't get another opportunity the whole game. And And you lost. lost. Now, is your season on the line? No. Your spoon wardens. Apparently though, if they'd won, they would have fucking jumped to like fourteenth or fifteenth.
1: Well, because they're, 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 well, they're, exactly. they're a win behind the Broncos. I think the Broncos would have been last, yeah. which is what everyone wanted. That's what everyone wanted. So you've let everyone down. You've, you've let know, the
0: entire competition down.
1: You haven't only let down your brothers in in blue and white. Who uh,
0: who managed to peg back a 16-0 deficit.
1: You've let down everyone who likes the game of rugby league and lives to hate the Broncos. Yeah. Because the amount of uh, leg ups they get is, exactly. is ridiculous. So to see them floundering brings joy to all of us. And you, if, I mean, if we get to the end of the season, Tom, and the Broncos avoid the spoon by two points.
0: Aiden's shot. Aiden's shot. Aiden's shot. Now, obviously not to death. But no, just. Just to, to, like he's got to lose. He's like gonna, a e capping. Yes, exactly. We'll shoot him in the knees. Yeah. Both knees though. Yeah. He's getting both knees shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, and publicly, like on, on sort of a national broadcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like down in the you know, go old school down the town hall or something. Get him down, down the town I mean? hall midday stuff. Danny Weidler can
0: be there. Danny Weidler who loves being in every shot of an interview. You notice like when interviewers like will ask you know it's like Eddie Simpson has done something and like they'll just hold a fucking mic out or they'll just ask you questions. Danny Weidler will always cut to shots. Just pay attention from now on if you watch in 9 Danny Weidler will just always cut to shots of him. In the interview. Which now, is never done.
1: No, but I also like. Except it's. Unless you're watching 60 minutes.
0: There's a genius element to it because I guess as a, as a journalist, you're now like marketing yourself to a degree, right? It's like, who the fuck is Danny Wilder? Oh, that's Danny Wilder because he's almost in the fucking interview more than the person he's interviewing. But like, I was watching Channel 9 and he was. It might have been a while back, like, and he was talking to Corey Horsbra. Bruh. Over Zoom and Danny set up a camera in his house. Filming him on Zoom, <laughs> so it would cut to Danny, like leaning over a fucking computer, and then it would cut to Corey's Zoom, like
1: on like, Corey's he, face, just his face. Yeah. face, and then yeah. cut back
0: to Danny, like looking into a computer. I'm like, why well, the fuck do you need to watch that?
1: Danny, yeah,
0: but respect, I guess. Anyway, I don't know how I got there, but uh Aiden Tolman shot in the square. Ah, oh, Danny Wilder would be in shot. Danny Wild, you can shoot his knees if you want. Danny, we'll get you on camera.
1: Now the Brisbane Broncos game Friday night. I had a big Thursday, so I was asleep for the second half of the Friday game. But it's just the gift that keeps on giving. I, it?
0: you know what, I actually felt sorry. I felt sorry for him. Uh, Darius to fullback looked good. Darbs, everyone's been shitting on
1: Darbs. and rightly so. But he looked good at fullback.
0: Well, I mean, it's no like it's a he was shit last year, right? But it just at fullback. Or or,
1: or is it? Or are we just comparing him to his work at centre, and we're just like, you know, he's actually a lot better. The stats
0: apparently. I think I saw a bloke in a bar shout out Denning Kemp at some point. Put something up this season. Where it was like, statistically, he'd missed the least amount of tackles for a center in the fucking competition. You've like, got to be kidding. He was actually not that bad. Now, I'm not saying that's necessarily continued, but at a certain point, like, enough rounds had gone past, and and the Broncos were going shit enough to where it was like, oh, that's actually a pretty interesting stat, considering how fucking shit the Broncos are, and how much people are still ripping on Darius. But it does make sense, I guess, and this is me giving an opinion with the full benefit of hindsight, um that a former national fullback would his, would have his preferred position to be fullback. And, like, I think I heard maybe even Sowie or someone say it. It's like the fullback for the Broncos was Tessie New, who's like a 18-year-old, played four games, mm. and he's coming into a side where his team are absolutely under the pump mm. in the media every week, getting shit on. It's like, who's, who's a better fucking choice in this situation? Darius, who's been there, done that, not overroared, Maybe not killing it, but not Mm. overawed. Or some 18-year-old who's played two games. Who will be overawed. Who will be completely overawed. And then Darbs goes back, has like three or four try assists. Milf. I can't remember when the game was. I feel like I was in and out of it. It was Friday, wasn't it? Friday, 7.50.
1: Yeah. I had a couple of wines
0: on the couch as a a dad at home these days, so I don't remember it clearly. But like they just
1: looked way better. Yeah, they did. They looked way better. They just looked... They look like a normal football. They side. just look like Do a you normal know what I mean? fo- yeah. Like you, you turn on the football and you are like, oh okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a rugby league this side. This is a rugby league this side. This is an NRL standard side. Yeah, you know they're not they're not thrilling me. It's no. like oh the Saturday three pm game. You maybe you got the Titans and the Dogs running around, or and you are like this. I'd
0: prefer to like again slam my dick in a car door. Than yeah, but you are still
1: watching rugby league football. You know what I mean? Yes,
0: it was like oh this is a decent Friday night game. Sharky scoring points. Broncos scoring points. It was the like the the, the Broncos were ahead by. Was it eight points with 10 minutes to go? And then they lost by 10
4: points.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you're just like, listen, uh, as a narrative, is it hilarious? Yes. Uh, The award-winning writers of rugby league continuing to dish up award-winning writing. They're delivering.
1: They're delivering. And now it means Seabold's got three games left to lose. So So he's got
0: to win five from eight. Off the back of that, one of the great uh, social media uh, movements began and that was Send In Your Seabolds.
1: Well, again, it's award-winning stuff. In, in fairness, your shout out to Nielso who started it. We got some great submissions, submissions that got me through my Saturday. I was yeah. in tears to a lot of them. I'm like, this is such good content. It was very fun. Uh, Really liked the fact that a lot of people sort of shot the... They shot it in such a way that you could only see their forehead. I liked that a lot. You know what I mean? Or half an yeah. ear or something. Yeah. I thought I'm, that was a really nice touch. It was a
0: nice touch. I'm not prepared to say that the send in your Seabolds movement is finished. If you no, 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 like, it's no. It's not over. If it's not like over until you get sucked. Yeah, exactly. So send them in. We'll keep posting them. Oh, but okay. it was a great... Sort of Oh, I didn't see this coming, you know. Three well days mate, ago. I mean,
1: look, it's it's just one of those things where week in, week out on this podcast time something happens where I'm like, What is this?
0: What's going on? How
1: how is this happening? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to Jelly Shot Kid on that note. Who, Jelly Shot Kid. I don't It just came to my head then, but like I was with the boys and they're like, Do you ever laugh at what you've created? And I'm like, Yes, yes. I do. Jelly Shot Kid, shout out to you. One of the great videos. Yes. Now that was shot to perfection. Perfection. If you don't mind me saying. I would like to know Did you hire a smoke machine? A smoke machine? Is that what you did or is that a vape?
0: That's a great point. Blue light vape. Smoke machine. Now,
1: if it's blue light vape, I'm like that. I mean, I'm that's that's ingenuity. Impressive. It's, it's ingenuity. Yeah. Yes. But if you've gone out of your way to hire a smoke machine for two and a half, three seconds of a video, then I'm blown away. Bravo. I'm blown away. I also liked how uni student the video was. Thought that was a great touch. It was a uni student not project. An, it was a uni. You know what we used to do at uni? You'd have to do go out and do a video for some class. Yeah. That was the vibe I got. Really yeah. liked it. Uh... <laughs> Really liked how he showed everyone where Seven Hills was.
0: Very nice you touch. Know, you yep. know, he,
1: he sort of outlined, as you, as Google gives to you, the outline of the yes. suburb. I thought that was a great touch. It was a real nice touch. Where am I? Seven Hills. Seven What's hills. Seven Hills? This, this is Seven is it. Hills. What borders it? These suburbs do. Really nice. Now I know where I am. Yeah. Great context. Yeah. Great context. Phenomenal. Um, little surprise knowing you how to use a, a plasma cutter.
0: Well, I mean, uh, look, I certainly don't. <laughs> i mean i have taught myself to jackhammer so you know i certainly know how to get things done yeah but plasma cutter no not 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 readily available to me
1: in terms of the the, the skill set now i've been to wollongong uni because my brother go we did go to uni down there been shout down out there, to the curve. Been down there for a couple of nights and for, for a couple of graduations that place they put it great spot is it really nice now really there has nice been some wood. concern about yes. the glue used. Yes, I know. I want to know what it was. Yeah, is that was it like 3M glue, that hook glue that can hold up paintings on 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 drywall? See, I
0: don't. Dior, can you do some some glue research for us? Because someone did send us a DM and they said it on the Ps and Ds page, and it was like, please just get someone to go back there with some uh, liquid
1: nails. Because mm. so I'm concerned, obviously, about its longevity. Now, first
0: sign of rain.
1: That was that's what that's what I'm thinking. Rain, bit of moisture under there. Yeah. What's it gonna do? I and I'm not I'm not, gonna, I'm not prepared to criticise him too hectically because no, I don't know what he's used.
0: Well, it's not a criticism. It's just more saying how do we make sure
1: that this thing's here in a hundred years? Look, would I've liked to see it, you know, drilled in, sure.
0: But uh, look, from speaking to Jelly Shot um, over the IG DMs, he said that it was a very red hot time of day to do it. There were a lot of people
1: looking at them. They felt a bit weird. Jelly Shot's got a... It, talk of Gifted. Yeah, yeah. Jelly Shot's folically Gifted. Also, I want updates, punters and dribblers from the Wollongong area. If you're there, go get a photo with Go it. and get photos with it. Make it sort of like a mecca yes. of, of, of sorts.
0: A trip. A, a Joshua Tree of yeah, well, Wollongong University. You know how
1: it's like one of the pillars... burning man. One of the pillars of, of the religion uh, of... This is Islam, it's a pilgrimage to Mecca. Is a pilgrimage to Mecca. There, I think, you know, if you're driving through, if you're passing through, it feels right that you stop off. Yeah, go, pay on, your go
0: and smoke a dart with Sir Pete.
1: Just pay your respects. That's all it is. Yeah, or St. Peter, sorry. Pay your respects to St. Peter and yeah. on your way. Kiss the plaque. It's the it's the pilgrimage <laughs> of the punter and the dribbler. Yeah, kiss the, of course you yeah. kiss the plaque. Yeah, yeah, Tongue it if you want. Yeah,
0: yeah. But when, with that in mind, we've actually
1: got to get down there. Oh, we'll be down there. It's well... The- Oh a different way. I was gonna say this weekend. No, no, that's a fucking it's out of the way. It's out of the way, isn't
0: it? Yeah. If it was on the way. Well certainly. Or if we were to leave extra early, but I also have to drive with a child, so it's not really No, it's out of the way. It's out of the it's way. It's not that close. No, no, it's not it's not at all. Now. Could we do it Sunday?
1: No, we've got puppy school.
0: Let's go there.
1: Mm. Puppy school.
0: Yeah. Every Sunday? Because you four said this Sundays. to me the other day. Four Sundays.
1: All right, what's he learning? He's learning, like, he, they just give you tips and for, like, how to fucking wrangle the bastard.
0: Right. Now, I mean, we, talk, like one's like, we talk about, though, like, you know,
1: a, uh, it's a, not like six, a
0: vet taking you to the cleaners.
1: It's not like uh, 200 bucks for four weeks.
0: So I thought it probably it was like, you send the dog there and then it comes back no, no, and no, I know how to no, do all no, this no, no, shit.
1: No, 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 no. That's when the dog's older. Okay, so that's when you've got like a shit dog that needs to be fucking taught what to do. Puppies are too young. This is more like okay, the puppy, the puppy's biting the shit out of me. What do I do? Oh, it's attacking my my ug boots. What do I do? Oh, I can't leave it alone. What do I do? You know what I mean? You can't Google that that shit. Yeah, but there's so much yes and no. Like you'd be surprised about how few stuff like is. I think that's snake oil, mate. (laughs) For, fuck, for 50 bucks a session, I couldn't care less. No, that's true. Do you know what I mean? No, that's fair. Not the end of the world. Can he sit yet? Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, he can okay. sit, he can stay. That's nice. Working yeah. on shake hands. Oh, he's working on it? He's getting close to lay down. He's getting there. He's right? getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, then, but then he, he's nippy, so we need to sort that out. Yeah. And he attacks ankles. He's going to sort that out. Is he's he coming there. on the weekend? Don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I'm trying to work that out. Well, I don't know if it's raining and yeah, shit, yeah, and then no, yeah, and they, they want to get a lunch.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be leaving it with Sarah and Ken. No, no, no. no. Oh, yeah. Can you hold this dog? Yeah. Oh, sorry, we just brought a dog for you to look after. Thanks. Speaking of this weekend, Eddie and punters and dribblers, mm. we are fuck. We should have asked them. What's the time? Do you reckon they're gone. Fuck it. We can do it during the week. Um, we are doing. The beep test, pending us getting cameras, which we should be able to get. Uh, Dior Dave, is it correct that the beep test
3: has been. The beep test is ready to go, yep. It's it ready has to been go. completed, it's ready to go. There's... Look. Yeah, there's some enhanced music in there now. There's a bit of stuff to motivate you, to keep you going, to get you through there, just to get your best scores. Sick.
1: So, obviously, Tom and I, we're super busy. I mean, when you're top of the heap, you've got a lot of commitments. There's a lot on. So, we find it hard sometimes to get things done. Now, a couple of the punters and dribblers getting a bit edgy. Why have you done this? Why have you done that? Like, fuck it. All right. We're away this weekend together. We'll be having a big Friday night. Yep. Saturday morning, we're lacing up the boots. And we're tackling our own official uh, approved... Beep test. Voiced beep test. Now, and then
0: we will be releasing the beep test, obviously. So
1: obviously that will come with footage, it'll come with scores, it'll come with drama, it'll come with interviews, it'll come with, you know, an array of different features. Yeah. Very excited about Which it. I think will set the benchmark for, you know... Beep test to come.
0: Beep tests moving forward. Yeah. globally. Well, I
1: think it'll be the 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 measure against which all beep tests are measured. Are measured.
0: Yeah. Fair um, But so listen, beep test coming this weekend. We will. We've got. What we are saying is that we we've got a couple of things we need to to get done for the punter and the dribbler. Yeah. That we are getting on top of. Yes. Coronavirus obviously knocked us around a bit. Not personally. The world. Tom had a kid. I had a kid, Eddie's got a puppy, uh, coronavirus. I did get fucking made redundant at the end of last year. You know, all these things happen. Are they excuses?
1: No, of course not. No, they're
0: reasons. They're
1: reasons. They're reasons. But what we are saying to the punter and the dribbler is that the beep test will be released next week. That's what we're saying. That's
0: what we're saying. Uh, So, on to other things that we've said are going to happen that haven't happened yet. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly Slater. Now, a couple of things.
1: Should we give like an honest update about where yes, Kelly is?
0: Yes, hmm. So, firstly, the P's and D's have raised $1,000. Yeah. For butter menthols for Kelly Slater. Now, what we decided to do was, after Kelly had initially been in, like he was... You know, yep, yeah, he said he'd do it and then it got pushed and then it said he'd do it again and then he'd get pushed. We were like, maybe we need to try and. And no, well that, this is what happened. So it got pushed, it got pushed, it got pushed. But legitimately, like, yeah, okay, we'll do it tomorrow or we'll do it, yeah, let's do, you know. And then it got fucking. He yeah, it wasn't
1: like, oh, maybe I'll do it. It was, we'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I can't do it tomorrow. Can't do it. Why? Hit me up tomorrow. Let's can't. do a Thursday. I can't do a Thursday. Waves. Let's do it next week. Waves. So we had
0: all this money for fucking butter menthols and then. We then see that he's left the fucking country. Mm. So we're like, well, now we have $1,000 worth. Uh, We have $1,000 and we're meant to be spending this on butter menthols for Kel. But we aren't going to be able to give Kel butter menthols because he's in America. So what we did do was we hit up our friends at Nestle. Friends of the show. Friends of the show now. Big friends. Huge friends. And basically just told them what was going on and said, we'd love... A thousand dollars worth of butter menthols, but we kind of felt well, say we're like we are going to purchase a thousand dollars worth of butter menthols, whether you help us or not. That's going to happen, but we kind of think that that's a ridiculous amount of money to spend on butter menthols. So, can you send us a thousand packets of butter menthols, or a thousand dollars worth? Sorry, of butter menthols, and then we will donate the money that we've raised to a charity of Kelly's choice to try and sweeten the deal because yeah. he's not in the country it's a deal sweetener. Right and then we'd just have a fuckload of butter menthols and the entire interview would just be done with 500 odd packets of butter menthols on the table
1: on the table that's that's the plan and that's still
0: that's the plan is still there it's still the plan is still I have 100% 500 packets of butter menthols in my fucking living room.
1: Did Nestle, shout out to him? send $1,000 worth? Yes, yes, they did. In two installments. They sent the first installment and we said, you know what? We need more. We need more. This because we enough. aren't, look, it's not enough. And we're not going to, we're not in the business of fibbing to the punter and the dribbler. No. $1,000 was the number. $1,000 was the metric. And that's what we've used. Yeah. So we asked for a top up. We got it. Yeah. They're sitting in Tom's apartment. His apartment's not that big. He's it's, making a great sacrifice. There's in the podcast.
0: certainly a noticeable amount of butter menthols. Well, about. there's like a space, Tom. But, there, but there's also just like, oh, you got some butter menthols here? It's like, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. That seems like a lot of Seems menthol. like an odd amount of fucking Are you butter selling menthols them? to have. I no, like I'm
1: you. not. No, I'm. but you know, that's what you would think. Yes. If you walked into your house and I saw that many butter menthols, I would think to myself, you must be running a butter menthol racket.
0: Well, imagine me trying to explain that to my Croatian mother-in-law.
1: Oh, I... In broken, and she speaks broken English? She speaks English, but it's certainly
0: not her first language. And it's like, oh, I'm doing a podcast, trying to entice a, a world champion surfer on the pod podcast with a lot of butter and dolls. She's just like, all right, bro. Like, I know you do some weird shit. I'll just sort of... I don't get it. I don't get it. And nor should she. No. Shout out to Marina, official mother-in-law of the podcast.
1: But, what we're saying, punters and dribblers, is, is communication still open with Kelly? Yes.
0: Yes. Has it... Well, this is also what happened, right? So once he got back to America, he was like, we'll definitely still do it. Then he had a couple of friends, like all separate to each other, I think, pass away, which is heavy. So we were like, well, let's just give him time. Let's not fucking hammer this guy. We want to be those guys who are just like, "Hey, hey, man, we're still here. So we gave him a couple of weeks. Now, maybe that was a fatal flaw. Who knows? But he did leave me on red today, which he has done in the past, but it's still not a good look. So, listen. What I can guarantee the punter and the dribbler is that we're going to hound this motherfucker until he says no, because mm. he hasn't said no yet.
1: Yeah, which means there will be an increase once more of Kelly rhetoric, Kelly rhetoric, Kelly post, reach out, Kel, reach out, Kel stuff, because that's what seems to uh, well, that's what got us to the lit the a fire under it.
0: It got us to the dance in
1: the first place. That's it. So we're going to go back to what was tried and tested.
0: Off the back of that... It's, it is important to remind the punter and the dribble that it took us two years to get Curtly built.
1: So. It did. Look, I mean, we've been in this fight before, and for the loyal listener, they know that we've been tested before and we always overcome. Now, is Kelly a different a fish? Yes. He's a goat. He's a goat. He's not a fish. He's no, a goat. he's a goat. Goats are hard to wrangle. We've been over that before, especially a goat if he's ill, because they're wild and yeah. they're free and they do whatever yeah. the fuck they want. Yep. Yeah. But we do have but a month olds We do have, a th- we have got money to donate to charity. We've got will. We've got dribble. We've got yarn. Yeah. And I see, by the end of the year, that there might be a goat in the cage. There might you know be a I mean? goat wrangled.
0: But so, we need your support, punters, dribblers. So, positivity. We need positivity. We need support. But it may take time. We need patience as well.
1: Yeah, we need all those things.
0: Rome wasn't built in a day. Goats weren't wrangled overnight. But
1: what we do have is... We have an opportunity now to wrangle the goat. Like yeah. it's there. So that's a tick. We also have $1,000 worth of butter menthols. What are we going to do with them? I don't know. But, you know, there's a lot of fun to be had. Is it,
0: well, you to, know to what? Who knows? That's, we've just, that's, you, the be- we've, that's the beauty of it, man. We've mate. got options.
1: Plenty of them. When you've got $1,000 worth of butter menthols in your apartment, your you've got oyster. options. Yeah. Well, your oyster. You know whatever you want. Yeah. You write your own check at that point. Correct.
0: Man. Certainly paid for with butter menthols. Yes. As long as it's under $1,000. Oh,
1: can I write you a butter menthol check, please? Yes.
0: I owe you in butter menthols. Yeah. Now, that's some housekeeping, I guess.
1: That's housekeeping. Also, the Seth versus Cat, uh, Seth. Seth Step Seth. Seth versus Seth. will be going ahead. Uh, that will be probably next weekend. Yes. Realistically. Realistically. But it's all coming. But we're, we're ticking things off. Now, taking
0: things off. one more thing. Shout out to Tate Bailey on the P's and D's page who found out the real identity of G Lo. I also thought that was fucking hilarious.
1: It was hilarious. And, you know, but you know what it is? I just I get off on some good, good, honest Dioring. Yeah, that's it. That's what gets me out of bedtime. The,
0: the Dioring is what gets me off more than anything oh, in yeah. that situation. Now, if you don't know what's going on uh, and if you're not on the punters, Dribblers page, which, shame on you. Yeah, shame on you, but. Uh, the P's and D's page, obviously fastest growing social media page on the internet. There was this dude on their G-Lo, who pissed people off. was always in that, like... He was lippy. He was lippy. And the page is obviously for, like, opinion. And, like, if, if Eddie was to put in there a sporting opinion, my disagreement with that might not necessarily be a well-thought-out and well-articulated response. It might be like, you're fucking don't know what you're talking about. But you'd see that it was me saying it. Mm. My face, my name, I'm coming back to
1: you. Yeah. G- this is where I live. This is where I work. This is what I do. This is where I'm from. G-Lo was...
0: He'd have either the Simpsons character as his thing. His name wasn't real. The profile was a fucking troll fake profile account. Mm. Tate Bailey, shout out to him, did a little deorings. He was sick of this G-Lo piece of shit. This prick. Facelessly just being, you know... I mean, I'm not even going to say he was an asshole. Just being a lippy bastard and being too scared to put his name to it. He, look, if he if he put his... Name to all that shit.
1: No, wouldn't one have, no one would care. No one would care. Kendrick's lippy as hell in there, but he's he's put his face to us, right? Yeah, and now he's one of the most famous P's and D's going around. That's what it was. You just don't be faceless. Yeah, show a bit of backbone, a bit of ticker, a bit of bit yeah. of you know, bit of character. And then
0: it was just funny that it came out at some dude called Gary Lowe, who you know,
1: who runs an indoor cricket, cricket podcast. podcast. Have I listened to it? No, no. Can I imagine what it's about?
0: Yeah, yeah. but it's a lot of indoor cricket chat. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think it's almost exclusively indoor cricket. Yeah, and I think it would be spoken at a quick indoor cricket tempo. You know what I mean? Just yeah. a bit vanilla.
0: Vanilla. Yeah, and uh, a lot of names and a lot of sort of rhetoric that no one. Knows or cares about?
1: Yeah. Oh, Tony Jones. He yeah got scored oh. a, a quickfire twenty three the other day. You mean
0: while playing cricket indoors? Like, yeah. I mean, is that any better really than just playing in a garage? But I
1: mean, he's a really exciting player. No,
0: yeah, I'm sure. But I mean, you can't tell me he's an Australian indoor cricket representative because that's not a real thing though, right? Like.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that's I can just I draw- imagine him yeah. getting excited about this guy Tony Jones and his quickfire thirty. Right. And I'm like, in what comp? I bet against who? All of
0: those indoor Australian or international indoor cricket representatives. And this is no offense to them. This is unfortunately blame Ga- uh, Gary Lowe, whatever his name is. You know what
1: it's like? Just, just I'm just saying that none of them would get over a six and a beat. You know what it's like? It's probably it's probably a lot like me having a podcast reserved exclusively for Centennial Park Oztag. You know what I mean? That's what indoor cricket is. Yes. It's it's Oztag if you were trying cricket, to do a Slippery oh, like, Bucks podcast. As Oztag is to rugby league, indoor cricket is to test cricket. Yeah. That's what it is. You know what slippery I mean?
0: Bucks podcast.
1: It's a Slippery Bucks podcast where I just went through the try scorers and and who made great tags. Yeah. Now, I'm not knocking the, the Bucks. I bleed, Bucks. Yeah. But with all due respect to the boys, <laughs> I don't think I could fucking get away. Even I yeah. could get away with a Bucks only podcast. No,
0: that'd be uh, pushing stretching. I just the think French. I might push it a little yeah, bit. Exactly. You know
1: what I mean? It, it, but might... to be known, Tom, as the Bucks podcast guy. Yeah. It's even worse. Gary Gary Lowe. Gary Lowe, the indoor cricket podcast guy. guy.
0: And also, like, his his burner name was just his initials spelt phonetically, which is as lame as you get. And also not very smart. Not a big thinker, it would seem.
1: And then liking his own posts and shit. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. from, trail, from, from a child from a perspective, it was mediocre. Yes. At best.
0: And then I think as soon as he got found out, it was like he disappeared and deleted everything.
1: He should have just... I mean, if if look, if he'd had his time over again, if this is what I would have done for him, I would have just come in under under his actual name Name. what's his name again
0: uh gary Lowe. Gar- i
1: would have come to gary Lowe and gone yeah that was me i fucked up but i'm gonna stay around yeah but i'm here now yeah i'm here now look i mean that was a bit weird but i'll just
0: here. steer into it if someone catches out for your burner just be like yeah bro it's because i don't want to use my work one like think on your feet
1: dude <sighs> what not to do what yeah. not to do how
0: not to have a burner account by gary Lowe. yeah yeah you should write help books yeah or Jerry Lowe. I don't know what his fucking name is. Anyway, shout out That's to That's what him. happened. I hope you listen to the podcast, bro. And uh if ma- you do, come back. Come back. Yeah, come back as G Lo, but with your face. Yeah. So we know who you are. Or as low G or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Try and fool us again. But come back. <laughs> Punish Dribbles, the podcast this week, obviously brought to you by baggycaps.com.au, friends of the show, where all great baggy caps are made, Eddie.
1: The greatest Baggy Caps in all the land, Tom, are made at baggycaps.com.au. They're tremendous. We've got we've got ours, and we love them.
0: Well, ours have been... We've had ours for a couple of years now, I think, in as good a condition as ever. They, they don't deteriorate like the Australian Baggy no, greens. No,
1: mine's in mint condition. Yeah. It is tremendous quality. Now, Unrivaled.
0: Uh, if you go to the website, you check it out. You can get them for your cricket clubs, friendship groups, whatever you want, but you can also... The the website is very versatile, so you can have different colors. You can have writing on it. I was quite surprised when we we went there for the very first time just about how uh, malleable the Baggy Caps team are in terms of what hats you can get, what they can offer you, different things here, logos, this, that, and the rest. So they're actually very good.
1: Patchwork, colors, tremendous.
0: Uh, So baggycaps.com.au. All right, punters, just want to give a quick shout out to the Banksia Project. Banksia Project is all about blokes helping other blokes, mates supporting mates.
1: The Growth Rooms are free programs for anyone to jump on and learn about their own health and wellbeing. Have a safe chat about anything and support others.
0: Look, uh, times get tough for everyone. You and I both know that. We've got friends, family, acquaintances. Everyone's got someone who goes through tough times. And it's important to have the skills to deal with the challenges and to stay healthy. Go beyond awareness and learn practical skills to stay happy with a
1: group of mates supporting you. Absolutely right, Tom. So give them a follow, punters and dribblers at the Banksia Project on social media or check out their website, www.thebanksierproject.org.au. Their info might be useful for you or one of your mates.
0: Check them out. So, AFL, uh, again, not a Victoria bashing moment here. Shout out to our Victorian friends. Um, but so the afl are in hubs or bubbles i don't know but bubbles yeah something like that so one of the players the one of the wags Mm. uh trent cochin who i think is the captain of the richmond tigers so a premiership captain Mm. his miso who's in the bubble snuck off they're not allowed to do shit, right they're under COVID restrictions Mm. snuck off to a salon Mm. for a pamper yeah now i get it if you're the Wife of a high, if you're a high profile wag, Pampers are probably an essential service. Mm. That'd
1: be fair to say. But Pampers can be problematic. Well, Pampers,
0: pampers are illegal in a bubble. Not, you know, it doesn't matter if you find them an essential service. Whether you need a, your hair blown out
1: or you need your roots done, yeah. you know what I mean? Or a mani pedi. Or a
0: mani pedi, which I get,
1: Eddie. I mean, look, I get it. I get it. If I get it. If you've been in a bubble for a couple of months, I and mean, your roots aren't looking the best. Well, I mean, you wake up every day and you look at those. Uh, those nails Your cuticles look yeah, like shit? yeah, and you, you just go to yourself, Man, I would give anything for a mani Petty,
0: even you know, the sec- job security of my husband.
1: Well, I mean, I'm prepared to risk it for I'm a prepared
0: to risk the safety of an entire code. If well, you my... gotta risk
1: it for the biscuits, correct?
0: Type. And if I have if I am a platinum blonde sort of an operator. And then you start seeing my brown, greying roots come through.
1: Particularly if I've been telling everyone I'm a natural blonde.
0: A natural platinum blondie.
1: Yeah. I, I'm naturally platinum blonde.
0: I have to get yeah. to Pamper. the Essence of Wetness Massage Place <laughs> or whatever it's called. <laughs> now, do you all the name? But Ms, Mrs. Cotchen. Ms or Mrs.? Well, Mrs. because she's married. Right. Okay. Uh, she went to the Essence of Wetness Massage Place. Yeah. Great spot. Great spot. And does really do wonders for the Roots.
1: Oh, man. They know what to do with the Roots. They know roots.
0: what to do with the Roots. So she put up on her Instagram story because obviously, you know, if a, if a, if a, if a wag goes to a, a pamper and doesn't post about it, then you don't get it for free. So she's posted up a picture on her thing of her at the Essence of Wetness or whatever it is. Uh, and then uh, media have seen it, picked up on it and gone... Breaking the rules. Yeah. First person to post about it on there uh, was, or well, the first person to, like, I don't know, if there was write an article or was to share it or whatever, was an... Break A- the story. Break the story. Was an AFL journalist. So he writes for AFL.com. Yeah. The story then got out from there, or he was one of the first people to break it, but the story got out, it got into the fucking other media, the non-AFL-affiliated media, so your Fox and fucking whatever. Daily Mail. Daily Mail probably as well.
1: Oh mate, they would have been all over.
0: They were all over, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. Uh, and subsequently, the Tigers, Richmond Tigers, got fined like fifty grand mm. between That's twenty an and fifty. It's an expensive blow dry. It's an expensive blow wave. I mean, roots have to get done, Eddie. But you know, I don't know what would have cost more to be honest: getting your roots done or the fifty grand fine. I'm, not, I haven't had my roots done for ages, and I can't remember. So, fifty grand. Let's just say, for the sake of this, uh, fine to the Tigers. The AFL have since suspended the journalist who wrote the article. Because he has reported on a factual story, but it's damaged the game.
1: Now, if that is an evidence of their active, uh, you know, policy around the sweeping of issues under the rug, then I don't know what is. Right. You know what that says to me, Tom? It says that every fucking journalist in an AFL headquarters is told the same thing. Never, ever, 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 ever put the game into disrepute. No. Even if it's true. Sweep it. Sweep, bro. Sweep, all the sweep,
0: journalists, sweep. All the AFL journalists are given brooms when they get That's in. That's what they're computers.
1: doing. No, no, no. Not computers. Not pens. Not pencils. Not Broom paper. And rug. Broom and a rug. That's all you can use, bruh. And he's thrown. he's out. He's gone renegade. He's gone rogue. Well, it seems like he snapped off a bristle of the broom, dipped it in some ink, yep. and got to writing. Got to writing. Doing what he wants to do, yearns to do. Tom.
0: Satellite images. It's like, you know, where it's like no media is allowed in AFL headquarters and it's only satellite images. You can see that all the journos are in like fucking, you know, internment camps, broom closets. Just so. <laughs> Making brooms and rugs <laughs> and sweeping yarns yeah, yeah, under. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, the satellite satellite imagery with the uh, the heat sensors on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Thermal imagery Thermal suggests imaging. that all they do is make rugs
0: and brooms and yeah. sweep. You know, scandal underneath them.
1: Sweep scandal. That's your job, mate. Sweep scandal. So
0: even so, this guy's been suspended basically for like uh, for writing an article that was truthful. But you
1: know what? They obviously thought in in, a, in a AFL headquarters that them standing down a guy who's gone rogue and didn't do his job and sweep scandal under rug. No. They thought that that would also get swept, swept under, under a the rug. rug. But they're they, losing track of they don't of know their who's whole, sweeping, nah. where the rugs are at. Poor leadership. Got to start at the top,
0: dude. Like that is, and even so, all, it has been picked up almost more than the fucking. Initial issue, right? Because now it's a relevant issue to journalists across the country, as opposed to just people who watch AFL who give a fuck if Trent Cotchin's missus has had a
1: blow wave. Well it, well, it was it was just it was your cut and dry blow wave story, Tom. And right. now it's much more. Now it's
0: that. now it is now it's like journalistic freedoms. Like, is this yeah. some?
1: This is like this is like Peter Nesta stuff. Yeah, was that Peter his Kresta. name? Cresta, Cresta,
0: Cresta. is like North Korea, Kim Jong Un, yeah. shit. Egyptian shit.
1: Yeah because Cresta was Egypt. He was like but obviously equally North Korea it's still
0: It's it's all about journalistic freedoms. That's
1: what it is. Journalistic freedoms, which we're big on on this podcast. We're
0: huge on journalistic because freedoms. Because if we
1: didn't have journalistic freedoms, we wouldn't be able to say any stories
0: that we fucking
1: well, break. We break stories that we say whatever we want. Yes. Which is what gets taken away. There's no dribble and yarn under uh, an AFL-style dictatorship.
0: authoritarian AFL dictatorship.
1: Now, am I saying that this wouldn't have happened under his predecessor, the Demetrios or whatever Andrew his name is? Andrew Yeah, I sort of am. I kind of am. Uh, Scaredy Kate Gill lost control, uh, and now stories leaking out from under the rug. I don't even know if we want to lift this thing up.
0: I don't think you want to look under the rug. I think you just nuke the rug,
1: nuke the rug, and start again because what's under there, bruh? It's see. always edge.
0: Yeah, it's never nice under the AFL rug.
1: And this isn't a nice one either. Poor bloke. Well, to be honest though, if you get sacked for writing a story about a pamper, but if you want a
0: story to get out from under that rug, I think you want your light-hearted, funny story about a wag getting a blow wave. Yeah. You don't want it about someone who's murdered someone, deflect. or someone who's dealing meth, or fucking. Let the blow wave story get out. We'll
1: deflect. It could. Well, look, this got out, so there is no rug. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. It's a wool pull. Exactly. It's a wool pull. No rug here. Yeah. Oh well, look. If there was a rug, this would have been swept no, under it. Mrs. Well, Mrs. Cotchen got a blow wave. No, 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 no. It's a ooh, nasty so, business. So, I mean, the the rug is real, punters and dribblers. Yeah, the rug, the rug is real. Is real. Don't
0: you worry about that. And oh, if you... St- out of step... Now, listen. I think his name was Mitch Cleary. They He hasn't been seen alive. So, I don't know if he's been... Think about that. He hasn't been seen alive since the AFL stood him down. Now, I don't know if they take him out the back of... Uh, you know, where's AFL headquarters? Like, Morabin or some shit. Well, think about this, time. And just shot him. Think about what we've done to... Put him, inter-
1: him in a ditch. Think about what we've done to interns. On these fucking killed heaps, heaps of them. You know what I mean? Is it out of the question? That
0: they've just gone and... Like... Dumped him in the Yarra? <laughs> Has
1: he been dumped in the Yarra? Cleary, is that his name? Mitch Cleary, I think. Mitch Cleary, poor bastard. Look, mate, if you ever need, if you can't find him, look in the Yarra. Yeah, look in the Yarra. That's where you look, particularly when it's you know when there's so much on the line, Tom. Yeah. But if you see Mitch Cleary, if you hear from him, tell him to reach out. Tell him to reach out. And if you're listening, Mitch, Mitch for God's sake, Mitch. call in. Call the Jubilee Hotline with your story. <laughs>
0: Um, Eddie, Israel Falau back in the headlines. Izzy. Loves it. Uh, Loves so it. So the Super League got back underway. He plays for Catalans, I believe. And he was the only player on the field not to kneel for the Black Lives
1: Matter protest. I read that and I was just like, Izzy. Now, given your history of, you know... Ruffling feathers Now we, We're not going to get into What happened when you're, at, when you're at the Wallabies And the Waratahs You know what I mean Hates guys Hates gays. That's all we need to say Hates guys But To actively Go against The status quo On an issue That surely You're in some way Aligned to Well he's black Given that you are Black Or Like it just It doesn't make any sense He's to a, me. Person color. a person of colour He's a person of colour Is what we're looking for
0: uh, I just find it such a funny move. It's a funny move, but I'm also this is where I thought about it. The same way Colin Kaepernick should have been given his right to kneel, right? Where like he got fucking blackballed from the NFL. Mm. And I don't know if this is a weird take. I, this, I'm not making a racial take here, but like Kaepernick shouldn't have been blackballed for kneeling, right? He should part of what the freedom is is that he should be allowed to do whatever the fuck you want, within reason. I am kind of like, if he doesn't want to kneel, as a coloured guy as well, who gives a shit? It's his right not to do it. Now, yes, temperature of the room. But this guy doesn't give a fuck about the temperature of the room. This guy couldn't give a shit. He he says gay people go to hell in the most progressive times in human history. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I understand
1: that. I understand that. So I'm actually
0: not shocked.
1: No, he's allowed to to do whatever he wants, right? And as a man of colour, yeah, you're absolutely right. If he chooses to stand, that's fine. Not against that, but what I'm saying is, I find it interesting that he refused. Like, what's what's your argument against kneeling? Now there, I'm with that's you. That's what there. I'm saying. You're in a foreign country, right? So it's not like, oh, I want to stand for the anthem because I love my country and you know that's how I you know no. respect the flag or no. in, in your own way. You're right. right? It's not like so that like Greg America. Popovich, right? Who's very outspoken against uh, uh, for Black Lives Matter. Like he's very vocal, does the right thing, but he stood right yeah in the NBA. That which has since got underway. He's stood for the anthem, right? right? Whereas Izzy's in another country. Seemingly, I don't even know if they play the anthems before the Super League, right? I don't know what you're standing for. He
3: hasn't spoken about it, has he, Dave? No, nah, there's been a lot of calls for him to explain himself, but explain yourself. A your- word, sure.
0: Explain yourself. But I'm also like, yeah, I don't think it's that bad. Especially because he's a colored guy, right? If it's a white guy, you're a little bit more like, it's kind of hard one where you're going to be seen as racist almost if you don't do it. But if you're a black guy, and I mean, you know, I I keep saying black, but maybe it's colored is a better description because he's not like African-American. But I don't know. I feel like because even in the NBA, there was a dude who played for one of the teams who didn't kneel and he was a black dude. He's like, I just don't think for me personally – it's like I support Black Lives Matter, but I, this isn't how I would protest. For me personally, so it's like, all right, cool. I think, I think there's an element where there should be more understanding around like how people, like people's intentions or how they wanna, how they want to show their support for something. I think as a person of color, you should be allowed to do whatever the fuck you want in this situation.
1: One hundred percent. I'm just saying it was but, an yeah, odd no.
0: move. I mean, if Falau's the one that's going to do it, it's going to get headlines, right? Big time, because he's not a fan of the gays. <laughs> <laughs> but as a, like, it's almost like if you were saying, like, if Izzy was a gay guy and saying that stuff about gay people, again, you'd be going, this is weird. Yeah. I don't understand it. But this is what you're doing. Like, you're a gay guy, so I guess, you know, it's a weird, like, like as a, as a black man or as a colored man, and he's doing what he's doing, he's just go, okay.
1: Alright, Izzy. Again, like, alright, Izzy. But that's that's but that's what it is. Yeah. That's what this topic is. It's like, alright, Izzy. Cool, bro. Like, yeah, you do you, but it's just it's just another it's just another yeah, seemingly you're... odd decision.
0: Yeah, it's it seems like for some he seems like an attention seeker.
1: That's what I'm sort of and I'm not saying he is or he isn't. And and like if he's not that if, if he doesn't think kneeling is he aligns with how he wants to go about it, then that's fine. But I'm just saying it is in the world of Izzy. Yes. Another chapter of the weirdness of Izzy. Yes. It's a chapter, isn't it? It is a chapter.
0: It's certainly in the, the, the like the spiral into just becoming a weirdo, right? Yeah. Like, like,
1: is it like he was, and I'm not saying it is, but it's, is it, is it, is it a no for no's sake?
0: You could, it's, it's, I think it's probably religiously motivated. Like all his weird decisions.
1: But religious people kneel all the time.
0: Yes, I'm sure they do. But maybe it's like, I only kneel, kneel for God. God. That'd be what it is.
1: Maybe that's it.
0: I only kneel for God. Have we nailed it? I think we might have. That seems pretty reasonable,
3: doesn't it, Dior? It makes sense. Yeah. It makes
1: sense because we've been looking for it. That, that's, this, this, that's why we started talking about it. <laughs> we wanted we to have. figure it out. I think we might have. That's now, you've got your answer, punters, and
0: juices. That's what they call a brainstorm, piece yeah, of these. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to wait And we for didn't Izzy. even need a whiteboard. No. Nah, don't wait for Izzy to bloody give a statement. Mm. We you, gave it to you.
1: you yeah, that's why you come to us.
0: Only nil for God. I like, I actually so, now, as a as a father, I think I prefer bushweed. Yeah. Um, all righty. We've got 20% battery here. That should get us through, shouldn't it? Should. All right. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo. Ready to rock here, Red? Yeah, bro.
5: Uh, g'day, team. See, Bulk checking in from an out-of-reception office. Uh, just thought I would go the email dribble, and I'd planned to after listening to the dribbles, and then Jorge came in with the classic non-attachment dribble. Jorge all day. Shout-out, bro. HSP 11 backstop. <laughs> just stopping balls in true glorious fashion. Love your work, mate. Uh, Shout-out, King Dribbler, the man. Uh but then bringing up the Prince Dribbler, Stingers, my boy, um, he brought up something with you dribbles ago, Tom, about, you know, a breakup or something, anyway, or Steph, and then we got onto your breakup, and uh, I was mean to ask you then, and now I got brought up again in this recent podcast, you know, being the father of a child and the great man that you obviously are, she's seen something in you, what happened with the breakup, Like why pre barley and... How did you win her back? What did you do? You can not um, Loving your work, boys. Also, we were discussing a couple of weeks ago as well. The big man on big man kind of just allowance. And it's just been brought up again with Jared Ray Hargraves and that Gimp prop from, um, uh, where is he from? Penrith slash Warriors. And he's just taking on the big dog. It's like, fuck off. But we need to get a bit more allowance of big dog on big dog. Just, you know. If, if they go for a shoulder tackle and then it slips up on the head, you just allow it because they're big hunts and they just, they're there to smoke each other. The PCMs. We want more of it. I think the game needs more of these big dogs just going bananas at each other and there's just got to be some sort of allowance. Hit a halfback, mate, you can have 10 in the bin soon, but the big dog on big dog, we about it. Tried hard to squeeze this in under a minute 30. Love you. It. Vale Les, <laughs> the great Water Polo coach. Be a symbol.
0: All right. Well, let me answer the big dog thing first and say that if you are so into big dogs on big dogs, clacker, shout out to your friend of the show, Clary Moore, uh, North Bondi Motorino, shout out. Firstly, t-shirts he gave us, phenomenal. They're actually my two, two of my most worn t-shirts. Oh, we are the time. North Bondi Motorino and Steph, my misso loves it and we'll get on to why she dumped me. But if you like Big Dog on Big Dog, then you should have been happy that that guy was taking it to Jared Weir-Hargraves rather than being a bitch about it and not shaking hands after the game.
1: Mate, uh, look, I'm it, but in terms of his allowance about Big Dog and Big Dog, yeah, yeah, there needs to be a Big Dog allowance. Agreed. But- 100%, because... I like that big fiery forwards front rowers running at each other like shingling yeah. each other out like I'll run it next to yes, you yeah and then and then whoever comes off
0: but then you, the part of that needs to be that your big dog can't be a pussy and needs to be able to shake hands after the game well that's
1: it that's it if you want the big dog allowance then you need to just you know to be comfortable with it at every.
0: At every opportunity.
1: At every opportunity. That's right. That's what I'm looking for. Um, you can't be a bitch half the time and then a big, big dog as you put it the other. No. You just got to be a big dog the whole time. Big
0: dog from sun up to sundown.
1: Because then, because then you can go to the commission and go, look, I'm trying to sell this big dog allowance. Yeah. And they go, well, fuck, how are you going to sell it when no one will shake hands after you the won't game? All, you will not even shake hands. They're all get soft. Up Steph. No, 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 no. Can't do it.
0: Anyway, Steph, she dumped me before Bali. Listen, I was in Bathurst at uni. She was in Sydney. I would come back to Sydney on a weekend, and I would have blown all my money on, you know, whatever things. Things during the week, and mm. and I'd be a physical, emotional wreck from the week. Because yeah. for anyone who's went to Charles State University in Bathurst, Tuesday,
1: it's, Wednesday, Wednesday Thursdays, it's big. It's, they were nights.
0: big night. You just go and wipe yourself out. It was phenomenal fun, but mm. you would come back on the weekend, and you just didn't want to do anything. And so, look, I was young, she was young. She was 17, I was 19 when we first met. And then, you know, I went to uni and it was like, I think it was a bit of like, probably had to happen, but was Tommy, Tommy Berms, you know, one of the leaders of the greatest podcast of all time, was he a little bit inappropriate? Not in like a cheating sense, nobody did that, but like, you know, just not thinking about nurturing the growing plant that was the relationship. I was more about... Poisoning myself
1: took the piss a bit, took but in piss. terms of the barley thing, we're all supposed to go to barley together. Um, three, uh, three couples, yeah, all still dear friends. I remember I was driving through the Harbour Bridge Tunnel, never forget it. Tom called me; he was in tears. He said, "I'm not coming to barley." <laughs> Uh, it seared under my brain. It was hilarious. That is <laughs> he denies it, but that's yeah, what happened. No, look, I'm stuffed. Stuffed up. I covered. I coming to Bali and then he went to Bali by himself. Then he went to Bali with Luke Bracey Yeah, no, we told who's... the story. I went yeah, to yeah.
0: Bali with Bracey and his family, and I and I didn't know how to pick up chicks. And yeah. Bracey basically left me by myself in a fucking bar for four hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which
1: and he was walking around in jeans. Yeah, in I wore Bali. jeans <laughs> out. All right, it was a bad
0: call and a long shirt. I looked like Fogel and super bad. <laughs> But also Bracy, worst wingman of all time, yeah. just leaving me. But also did have me to Bali, so not the worst wingman. Ups and downs helped me, and also maybe that was helped and hindered. But you know, maybe that was the low point I needed to have rock maybe. bottom, like bottom out, and then build yourself. Maybe that's back it. Up.
1: Maybe he was like this guy needs to bottom out. Yeah, walk around by yourself. Walk around uh, in the heat. Walk sweating. around Coober in jeans and a button-up not shirt. Not jeans,
0: actually, like shorts. No, like camel-colored. Pants.
1: <laughs> Carcade,
0: like with like pockets? Chinos. Yeah, but like with elasticized bottoms, so not even any air was escaping. It's <laughs> oh like sick. God. Elasticized chinos with pockets. Lucky on you
1: didn't pick up. If you whipped them off, the stench that would have come out of well, them. Well, there's no way I would have picked up in those. But I'm saying if you did.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you know what, though? I would have preferred that than what I was going through. <laughs> anyway so how did i win her back well listen i broke down i joined a band i played music i kind of got cool for a little bit
1: cried yourself to sleep on that lost a lot bed of weight, every night
0: but yeah you know she started looking back over the fence and going oh who's this new guy lost a lot of weight well i certainly did i i got down to like less than i was at school at one point now what do we put that down to lifestyle now did it have physical benefits yeah i didn't look i mean I looked. oh slender. is this the shingles days well, yeah, I got shingles. <laughs> I got shingles. Because yeah. you used yeah. to
1: eat two kilos of bacon well, no, for breakfast, lunch living and in... tea. No vegetables. And he used to live in a cellar.
0: <laughs> the apartment that we were <laughs> no living in in Redfern in didn't there. have any windows. It was the basement.
1: And if it rained, you touched the wall. the like, no, no, wall. No, no,
0: not it it if it rained. The worst bit was summer because it would get so humid that the walls would get wet. Like, weep. So...
1: And he was too but, cheap to buy a humidifier.
0: No, I got one. Didn't work. Dehumidifier. But what it was with that, with the shingles thing, was that Steph actually, we started, we got back together and like I had shingles the next day. <laughs> and she was like, what the fuck? I actually thought I had colon cancer because she brought me over this juice to help me get better. She was like, you know, again, she's come straight back in. So I was in a band. Oh, really cool. da." Now I'm sick, she gets me a juice, and then I go to the toilet later that day, and the tomatoy beetroot juice has gone straight through me, but I thought I was pooing blood. And I was like super stressed. Fucking And you've got Well but I was sick, so I was like, oh my god. And when you punish dribblers, I'm sure not many of you out there have had shingles. (laughs) It's mainly an illness for like the elderly or for people that came over on the first fleet and like, you know the malnourished. Yeah, the malnourished. It's like scurvy. It feels like your whole, it's, you're fucking completely wrecked. Like, you don't, it's not like anything I've really ever had before. Like, I'm sure it isn't. (laughs) What's it like? There's like a huge, like sort of blistery thing on my back. Oh my God. Cause apparently it lives in your spine and then it can, but you can get it on like your eye and your face. It can be really fucked up, but I got on my back. But, like, you're just your whole body sort of aches and fucking everything. Anyway, I'm then shitting this red liquid. I don't know what's going on. And I'm now, like, trying to do my sums. Like, what the fuck's going on here? And you're not good with your sums. No, I'm not good with my sums, as we know. And Steph was, I, I was at my mum's house because I was like, I got to stay at mum's when I'm this fucking
1: cruel. Oh, fuck yeah. And then you got to go to mum. You got to
0: go to mum. And then she's like, I'm like telling mum. And she's like, what the fuck? And like, if you had anything, I'm like, I haven't had anything. And Steph comes over and I'm like, listen, I got something to tell you. You know, I'm pooing. Blood, and then she's like, You sure it's not that beetroot juice we had this morning? And I'm like, Ah, that's what it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, right. Look at like, it maybe, but that's, I that's, mean, look. uh, yeah, that's a great point. And uh, by the way,
1: I've got a boil on my no, back. No, she already knew that. She,
0: yeah, and, and by the way, don't look at my back, and also, it's contagious. Covered in boils it's contagious. Uh, So that'd be a reason why she shouldn't have taken me back. Lucky for me, the shingles came days, mere days after she took me back. Why'd she take me back? I don't know.
1: You'd have to ask her.
0: You'd have to, but it's worked out well uh, for her. (laughs) And you. Well, it's really more worked out well for me. Uh, But shout out to Steph, official fiance of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And to anyone, if you do find yourself with shingles, please reach out. I will give you all the information I have at my disposal, which is limited. (laughs) <laughs> just go see your mother Go to mum's And don't have beetroot juice Or if you do Make note of it
1: <laughs> a That's a lifestyle Keep a journal <laughs>
0: That's At any point That's not a shingle specific
1: you Oh yeah point? mate I've, It's happened to me before Do you ever have
0: beetroot juice I've, had, make...
1: I've like Sometimes I've had beetroot For like You know Lunch and dinner And yeah. a lot of it And you know You start to go Ooh, What was that Hang on Did I have a big weekend I did have a big weekend What's that about Oh shit I'm dying Am I Okay Is that related
0: no, and it's, it, not, you know it's, it's not. Always right. B-treat. It's
1: always the beetroot. It's
0: beetroot related. Yeah. Rule that out first and then you'll go to a doctor. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: let's move on.
6: Oh, yeah. G'day. Um, it's a Suburban Ground Dribbler here. Um, I just want to ask what is the best and worst Suburban Ground to get a schooner at? Because I'm currently at Net Strata Jubilee and it is a fucking shit ground to get a schooner. Uh, I've been to Shark Park and that's even worse. What is the best and
5: worst
6: round to get a schooner at?
5: Cheers. Cheers. Well,
1: I'd start by saying this. All suburban grounds are, by their definition, poorly equipped to handle the rigours of a, of a heaving Sunday afternoon crowd and the Australians' proclivity towards the nectar of the gods, And right? especially
0: a rugby league skinful.
1: So you're never going to get a great a great venue to sink piss, uh, to buy a beer. I will say this. At Brookvale... It just lining up for a beer is a lot of fun. You know what I mean? Well, you're around yeah. you're around people that love rugby league. You shoot the shit in the line. Manly's you can winning. watch you can watch football from every angle, yeah. Tom. That's one of the benefits.
0: But don't go to any sporting event ever expecting for it to be a breeze getting pissed.
1: Like, yeah, maybe it might be easier at those one of those new flash grounds. Like not you know, much
0: easier though. Even if you go like I remember going to like sports in America, you still have to fucking line up. There's still forty thousand people there.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, I would suggest I'd like okay Brookvale Brookvale for, for example take the hippie, but get there early and buy as much piss as you can yep. go get your mum down there get your brother get your sister get your get your fiance get whoever Everyone. you can wrangle to bet get the line with you and they buy as four much four time they buy as much piss as they can yep. try to get someone in the line that's driving home and's not drinking can you
3: get me four I get that's four it. and you're fine that's it that's how you do it mate buy more than you should. Tell you what they should get in here, boys. I don't know if any of the punters or dribblers have been to any Japanese baseball games. Bit niche. But I've seen there what they've got is they've got people uh, walking around the stands, walking around the aisles with backpacks and kegs on them, little hoses attached.
7: So you don't even get out of your
3: seat. You just hail them down. It's like, hey, I need a refill. Give them your cup. They fill it up right there. Give them some cash and you're done. That's actually a great idea.
0: That seems like a no-brainer. But also something that I can see in Australia being like a... You're right there, bro.
1: Yeah. I like, think a, it, yeah. Like a.
0: Like a, uh, you know, an RSA or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, no, sorry. That's got too much fun all over oh, it.
1: Oh, were you having too much fun? <clears throat> no. Sorry.
0: Yeah. We're going to make you fucking sneak in hard liquor and just get way more pissed than you would have because we aren't going to allow you just to drink normally like a human. We aren't treating you like adults.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: But I like that. Japan, do it well, dude. Japan's one of my favorite countries I've ever been to. So if you haven't been, go.
1: Haven't, will.
0: Go before... Don't go with your kids. And I don't have kids, but I... Oh, sorry, I do have a kid. Shout out to Evie Rose. <laughs> Didn't have one while I was over there. Didn't have one while I was over there. Oh, my and God. And that... you Like, you want to be able to go there and just immerse yourself. And if you're carrying around a child, I just think you'd be... Oh, let's go to the... Let's go to the park where the fucking trees are. It's like... I will do that as well as go and do karaoke. There's only so many parks you can go to. That's it,
4: bro. G'day, lad. It's Robbo here. First time... Uh, dribbler, not planning on needing the double dribble. Just had a brushes with lame story for you that I was reminded of after hearing you guys have a quick chat about Pedro on the podcast this week. Um, my brother and I um, flew over to Perth for the State of Origin game last year, and the, part of the package deal that he bought was that we got to go and have pre-drinks at a pub with some and have a bit of a meet and greet with some of the Queensland stars, and um, Pedro was there. And he was Petro, a, I think he's he was meaning one of you know our idols growing up used to absolutely truck nut as you can imagine as you've witnessed and you know racked up PCMs like like no one else I knew it well, maybe
1: time. it's someone who
4: <laughs> could be so we were, we thought we'd line up and get our pictures with him and um, now my brother and I we're not little fellas we're both in the six and a half foot range and 110 115
1: kilo
0: oh, mark
4: jeez both of us
1: Big, sick
0: um, boys.
4: We didn't realise how much we were going to fucking dwarf Pedro when we stood next. <laughs> we? So we lined up for this photo, and he was having a bit of a laugh, doing, the, oh, you blokes must play basketball. How's the air up there and stuff? But he was a good foot shorter than us, and you could tell he was... Uh, so he was five, foot five. You know, he was feeling a little bit of masturbation. I was making a joke about it. Anyway, so he gets in between us, arms around us on the shoulders, to take the picture and out of nowhere he just puts this crazy nerve pinch bulk and death grip the thing on both of our legs just buckle under us we lose about six inches he hops up on his tippy toes and takes the picture like he's done a hundred times before
2: uh,
4: and yeah that's that's my little brushless with lame story he's lucky we didn't go outside and Fucking
1: stomp his little ass. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm glad to hear you boys got over your health scale right during the week and uh, <laughs> vaccine soon. <laughs> Pedro. Oh, Pedro! Yeah. What, I what that
0: Vulcan called. grip was. I think he said Vulcan he said Vulcan Death Grip Dior. It's almost like it was in the title. Uh, I think he just what he would have just crunched their fucking shoulders.
1: Now he's they said How so, tall is Pedro?
3: I'd say he's at least six <laughs> three. With his sombrero without that <laughs> <laughs> I'd say did he, they did he say they were six and a half? Yeah, his, Pedro's one meter ninety three, which is six foot four.
0: There you go. So if he said there a, he's a foot smaller, I mean this is obviously this guy's put some mayo on it.
3: But he's they're big, big boys.
0: These are big boys, but I think maybe what we're hearing here is just through a little bit of Dior. He said that Pedro was well, Pedro was a foot, <laughs> foot smaller than him and his brother. So either he doesn't know how tall he is, and he's actually seven foot ish, yeah, or six foot eight.
1: Well, if he's a foot taller, he's seven, seven, they're seven foot, foot four. Sorry, seven yeah. foot
0: four. right. Holy shit, maths again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Deserts me. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah but, worry. fucking hell. Wait, so if he's six four, that makes And They're him a foot taller
0: he's fucking six two. Um. Right, well, yeah, it's a tough one there. But Good
1: brushes with lame. Good though.
0: brushes with lame. Shout out to Pedro, Sevena or whatever the fuck he I don't know how he would have pronounced it. Sevena Cerveda. G'day, Tom.
7: Eddie, plungers, and dribblers. Big bully Ben here up from Brisbane. Broncos fan, so I'm pretty fucking devastated at the moment. About to go to the Sharks game tonight. Anyway, um, I've heard you guys use the word gimp a lot in your podcast. Now, we used to use that word a fuckload back in the day at um, Mars College Ashgrove. Shout out to notable alumni Matty Hayden, John Eels. Kevin 07, Kevy Rudd, just wondering how long you've been using it, because I don't hear it much anymore, and it's just such a fitting word for people who are gimps, a bit like Magoo, but just has that little, I don't know, extra touch to it, it's so perfect. Um, yeah, so how long you've been using it, where'd you hear it, and the rest, alright, shout out to the Pete Murray dribbler, the Tasty Boys, gimps soon.
1: I think I've been using it for a while. I've been like using it. quite a while. Yeah, like I reckon days. 10 years yeah, at least. definitely. Yeah.
0: Now, I don't know where I heard it, where I got it from. Maybe it was sort of just coded into my DNA a little bit. right? I
1: feel like it might have been a – I feel like we used, were using it in boarding school.
0: Yes, I think so. It's a, you and you're right though. It's a great – it's a
1: great word. It's a great I, term. I don't know. I, it's not one again. of those words where I notice myself using it. No. Like – Magoo is
0: one that I know that I'm describing a specific
1: type of person. Yeah, like, Gimp is now so well ingrained into my vernacular that I don't even really notice I'm saying...
0: No, but also Gimp I'm using for... Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah, I'm using Gimp for someone who's clearly a bit of a Gimp. Yeah, yeah. but like, But it's certainly, I think, far more liberally thrown around than Magoo because Magoo, you've got to be a a certain type of way. Well, yeah, Magoo and Magoos and Gimps are different...
1: Right? Like, Magoos I Magoos and Gibbs are different.
0: Yeah, they oh, completely. Well, Magoo is just a Magoo. Yeah. No, you can't use any other word than Magoo to describe Magooism. Yes.
1: Magooism is unique. Yes. But um, to answer,
0: you, I hope that answers it. I, th- I don't know if it did. I don't know if it did, but I certainly. Shout but that's out, the
1: answer I'm providing.
0: Shout out to Myers College Ashgrove or whatever it was. Yeah, great alumni.
1: Really strong. Kevin 07. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> Yields. Maddie Hayden. Terrific.
8: G'day, Tom, Eddie, um, P's. It's the Hitman here. Um, he lives. Look, he does. Uh, I'm not going to make it quick because that's how we do things nowadays. Um, three, three people I want to give love to this week. Number one, obviously Jelly Shot Kid. Sensational, <laughs> sensational form, and it was all done. You know, you didn't take it too far. It was just you put you gave us about as much effort. As this podcast deserves, and it was <laughs> it was magical stuff. I'm going to go visit the fucking thing. Good work, number two, um, Chris Walker. I um, I just think you guys look. I agree, he's a big day, <laughs> and he's unhinged. I agree with all that, but don't you, don't you guys agree when you're kind of looking down the barrel at what's happening in the Broncos? the state of things up there. Don't so you just think sometimes you need to burn the fucking house down? You know, like Kabib style? Jump in the crowd, bust some heads, but just act irrationally. Act like a volatile person who's confused, because that's what's happening. And I just think, you know, fucking yeah, yeah, Petro's a nice guy. and I mean, Chris Walker was the first one to blow. Just remember that. He's the first one to blow. Plenty more will come. I'm waiting for Sam Thyday with his fucking hot take. It's going to happen. Just, just remember that. Yeah, Chris Walker's a big day, but he's just a concentrated version of what everyone's feeling. <laughs> and number three, um, I'm sure we've already covered this in the um, podcast this week, but how about Willie Mason's financial planner trying to claim that he doesn't owe Willie all the money he squandered because Willie made him party too much. Like, what's going on there? Half a million dollars that Willie's invested with you, and then you can't fucking manage that. You've gone, and this is what your lawyer... That's your lawyer's defence, that Willie made you party too much, and you couldn't go to work. Mate, if you can't handle a bender with the king of Toronto West, you, that is not a defence. You should have known well and truly. Anyway, have a good one. Um, yeah, unbelievable. I mean, all leaguers get stung at some point of their retirement, but to think that Willie has actually, like, disrupted the cognitive processes of his financial planner's brain <laughs> is just real dogs of war shit. Come on, boys. <laughs>
0: Oh,
1: great dribble. Great dribble. Always delivers.
0: Now, let's attack this uh, in chronological order. Obviously, yes. we've already paid homage to the Jelly Shot Kid. Yep. Already acknowledged that it is now a pilgrimage for the yep. podcast. Yeah, Dribbler Mecca. Dribbler Mecca is where the St. Pvl plaque sits. Uh, secondly, Chris Walker. Now, is Chris Walker the human embodiment of frustration?
1: Look, I understand that yes. angle 100. percent Of course it is. Is he a big day? Yes, but he got yawed. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's that was our point. Our point is that you got yawed.
0: Basically, but, if you're going to get frustrated, have someone spell check your shit.
1: That's all it is. Like you can be unhinged, yeah. You can be volatile, sure. That's all fine. That's all above board. He's obviously pissed off about the state of the club, and and rightly so. But you want you, you don't bring a knife to a gunfight, mate. No. You know what I mean? And in this case. Your knife is an incorrectly spelt "your," yeah. and you just got shot. So you got absolutely
0: shot. That's our angle. Yeah, all your arguments fall by the wayside if you can't get your "yours" right.
1: Yeah, because then you look—you look like you an look idiot. Stupid. You look stupid. So he needs to sort that out before he starts, you know, trying to turn heads, mm. as it were. Yeah. And then, as for the Wheelie Mason thing, now I tend to think that maybe
0: the financial planner has a point. Because I think he does. Rugby league players.
1: You don't. You're also missing how. Um, Persuasive? Persuasive. I was going to say manipulative and I knew it was the wrong word, but persuasive Willie can be. Yes. Now, if the dog of war, as, as old Willie, if he gets you on the blow and says, mate, we're going out for a couple tonight, there's, you can't really say no. You can start by saying no, but the no's run out pretty quick because he's a persuasive guy. Persuasive
0: motherfucker and, you know, a known uh, party man.
1: But also, Tom, if... If I was to call... Like, we always have fun together. Oh, yeah. Right? And I was like... And you didn't... Ha- let's say you didn't have Rose, And you had nothing to do. And I called you. And I'm like, mate, you want to come over Gil? Of course you say yes.
0: And I've just given you 500 grand.
1: But of course you're going to say yes. Yeah. Because it's fun. It's great fun. It's great fun. That's the thing about a lot of this stuff. Partying is a lot of fun. Yeah, can yeah. Get you get into trouble... But it's fun. That's And it. if you're having a lot of fun with a really fun guy who's also very persuasive yes. and you've got a shitload of coin, I can see how you fall into a bit of a... A trap. A trap, a spiral. Now. Now, I'm not saying what he did's right. And, and does he owe Willie? Maybe. Oh, he owes him. He owes him some money. He owes <laughs> him some money. I don't think that's up for debate. He owes him coin. I
0: think we're just maybe throwing some sympathy his way.
1: All we're saying is, I can see how this happened. Yes. That's all I'm saying. This
0: makes sense, this story.
1: Now, did Willie know that they were spending his money on the I party? I don't think so. Yeah, no.
0: And I think that may be... Now, listen. Lesson here for Willie as well, though. Now, we... Willie's owed money, but Willie should not be giving uh, money to... Or shouldn't be partying with his money managers.
1: Well, I would say this. Willie should have cottoned on when he was never asked to pay for anything. You know what I mean? His money yeah. man's like, I'll get this. Yeah, I'll yeah. get this. Nah, this one's I'll on get me, this. Will. I'll get this. I'll get the Red Bulls. Yeah. I'll get, the do- I'll get
0: the Dom. No, nah, don't worry. We're going on the island today, bro.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everything covered, bro. Are oh, we going up to Palm Beach for the night? Getting the seaplane. Not a problem.
0: On me. Okay. All right.
1: On you. All okay. Right on you. Sure. Change. That's a bit weird. Sure. But yeah, I'll go along with it. Shout out to Willie. Shout out to his manager. Hello,
9: Tom and Eddie. It's Pinky here. I've
4: just finished watching the Tigers versus Warriors game. And the fucking Tigers fucking were horrible. How the fuck do you expect to win a game of
9: football when you run one out the entire second half for a kick?
6: Whoever the closest attack coach needs to be sacked. Or, you know what, better even shot.
4: Another thing, can we get Brooksy off the bench? the only one with a little bit of attacking flair, for fuck's sake. And we just fucking awful. Giving away penalties on four and six tackles, they probably lead the comp for that. And, Jesus you just fucking. How can you let the Warriors get 15 fucking offloads?
1: Tank water. Simple. You could never win.
4: Well, congratulations to the Tank Water Warriors. There you go. As a Tigers fan, I'm I'm just a broken dribbler.
1: Thanks for listening, guys. Mate, you come up against the Tank Water Warriors, chock full of mana, when they've got the Tank Water ratios right, you yeah. can't win. You can't win, bro.
0: And you're also a dirty merger club. So, I mean, what do you what do you want for us to do here, like this? Your club is dirty and merged. so
7: <laughs> Today's yeah,
0: Yeah. Uh, Can't be helped. No, nah, we'll move on. Uh, win soon, bro. Go to the Warriors.
7: G'day, boys.
4: Tom Reddy, Hunters and triplers. Uh Shorty here. Um, just a couple of things. Um, pretty sure the Broncos are Rugby League's version of the Wallabies once revered team and now just a fucking laughing stock. So, fuck the Broncos. Fuck the Wallabies. Players loads never. Uh, also, boys, um, what's your favourite colour Power Ranger? Yeah, let us know, know that one. And, uh, yeah, beer soon. Uh, and Matty Rogers is the best regular comrade ever. Cheers. Bye.
1: A lot in there. A lot there was, in there. There was a lot in there. Yeah, the Broncos are a lot like the Wallabies. I'd go along with that. I'd go along with that. Power Ranger, favourite colour? Funny, the Power Ranger
0: came up. We spoke about Power Rangers earlier today. Weird, isn't it? M- mine's red. I loved the Red Ranger Got up. He was called Jason. I also had a toy gorilla, like a teddy gorilla that I named Jason after him. Jason sits in my living room, funnily <laughs> enough. Is that...
1: Did you name that monkey after... The Red Ranger. Are you Really? Yeah. There you go. I mean, I didn't have one. So now listen. Has
0: the name Jason aged well on a beloved family uh, sort of teddy bear? No, No. not really. really. Jason,
1: a weird name for chap. But Jason, a weird name for a Power Ranger.
0: I mean, I'm not. I'm not here to Jason. Jason, a weird name. Jason. Yeah. Well, listen. But I mean, I'm not here to criticize the writers of Power Rangers, a once great television show for 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 Australia's youth and the world's youth. But I now have a an orangutan. (laughs) teddy bear in my house called Jason Jason. (laughs) uh, that I plan on bequeathing to my daughter now is she going to change the name of Jason is it weird for a young girl to have a Jason gorilla I don't know (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, that's up for her. To, that's, that's for her to decide.
0: But I'm not going to be cool with her changing his name. No,
1: no, I'd I'd be pushing Jason. I think I've got to push Jason. Push it with to within an inch of its life. And, and, and look, if she makes the hard call, the tough decision, yeah. you got to have to live with it. I'm
0: going to have to. But she. But well, go to well, bed. But I'll go to bed at it.
1: night, Tom. Go to bed at night, knowing you had it. You had a, a had real a crack. crack At getting Jason over the line. Is it
0: inappropriate if I don't give it to her unless she calls it Jason? No, I don't think I so. I think that's reasonable. I've brought Jason. Away. We are the one bequeathing exactly. I'll maybe put that in the the only way you get it. Yeah. Is
1: well, what's the opposite of bequeath? Hold on to. Sure.
0: Give to someone else. Um, all right, this looks like a triple dribble, but I don't know whether any of it's going to be worth it.
6: Yeah, g'day, punters and dribblers. just wanted to bring to uh, the punters and dribblers' attention that uh, Luke Bracey has scored one of the greatest tries known to man. The Luke Bracey has scored a kick back heel over the head of the defence, regathered and scored a try. And we have. Confirmation from Luke Bracey himself on the line with us right now, and he can confirm that it is legit. I mean. the man himself, he has scored a back heel try over the defence for Raringa the Raringa Rat. Got a try <laughs> over and out.
1: And this is the Bazman Hunter. Is he bringing up an old He's
0: bringing up an old, year old a t- Luke like Bracey yeah, try? Now, listen, a couple of things there from the Bazman dribbler.
1: Um, Tempo was a bit off. <laughs> he was cooked.
0: <laughs> I, unfortunately, with Luke Bracey, tend to believe shit like that. You know, like, you, he's just unfortunately very skilled.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm not questioning the story. No, but... I'm
0: not questioning the story. Um, but it angers me because it's like, you know. He pulls that shit off all the time.
1: Yeah, he does. He's arsy as fuck. He's arsy well, I as think fuck. I, I felt like we'd established it that was yeah, pretty had, arsy. Yeah, we had.
0: But that was particularly arsy. Look, let's give this man his three dribbles at this point.
1: Well, he's got me in. Yeah. G'day, punters, <sighs>
6: and... <Yeah, boy. laughs> it's a bad man, yeah.
1: It was my first
6: dribble earlier. And let it be known, it will not be my last. <laughs> Just wanted to let you know that... I'm a big fan of the old Gracie. <laughs> and I will not rest until I get Gracie news.
0: <laughs> Neither will we. No. Well, they're out there. They we we're certainly out there but we haven't got them yet.
1: Well, we've seen them. I've seen them. <laughs> we've certainly seen I've them. I've seen but, them.
0: But we need to have them, you know, framed and mounted. <laughs> now, we've got one more here from the Bazman. G'day punters, and...
6: Frivolous. Christ. The Batman punter here. How is it? I'm coming for you here, man. And I will not rest until I
1: find you. Oof. Oof. Off the back of his Luke Bracey rhetoric. Be... He's going after some of the big players. Yeah, he is. And he wants them. Is, is, he, is
0: it hog hunting season? Dude, I don't know, but I'm respectful of anyone that's going after the big dogs. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's see how this plays out. Yeah, is okay. that like a? what is he, is he looking for is him? He is, a threat? Out? is he calling? Is he calling him out as Does a he dribbler? To... I don't know, but I don't. I know he's it. calling for Bracy nudes. I'm not quite sure what he wanted out of the Hitman. No, but I mean, I will leave that up to the Hitman to yeah, decide.
0: Exactly. Take that as you as you wish, Hitman. But I'd be intimidated. Very. So,
6: I'm
1: clarifying
5: <laughs> the Bracy chief over the top.
1: So oh, scorer,
6: this is a follow-up. I was on the outside <laughs> well. I played. I played representative rugby for uh, Warringah. I bet uh, But do, I tell bro. you what, he chipped out of the foot foot it. He gathered. He he actually kicked it over the back of the foot and regathered, scored on the post. Yeah, I tell you what, put it on put it on the Hello Sport podcast. Thank you very much. He's Andy.
0: I there's I, there's nothing more dribbler than calling the P's and D's hotline and talking about playing rep rugby like yeah. as you hammered. Yeah. I used to play rep rugby. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But backing up your mate who's equally intoxicated yeah. story.
0: Yes. Well, he played outside here This probably.
1: is part, this is what the dribbler hotline's for.
0: Yeah. Certainly one of the things it's for.
1: Well, not all things. Not right. all things.
10: Yeah. G'day, Tom and Eddie. P's and D's, the outback dribbler. You. I haven't heard of you for a while, but I'm going to get straight to the point as per usual. I've had a Carl Stefanovic skinful at the Logies, but I'm going to hand you across me, mate Frog. He's got a good yarn to tell you.
0: Intro on his mate, boys. Like
10: froggy.
2: <laughs> Just thought I'd say, I finally did it. I finally did it after 18 months of pure pain. I know what you're thinking. I finally deleted. Wayne the Rock Johnson off Instagram. <laughs> if I've ever if I've ever met more of a fella out of touch with the common man, I'll eat my own hat. <laughs> he is an absolute fucking germ mate. <laughs> pinheaded gimp. Absolute pin headed gimp. Anyway, fucking
4: oh.
2: Beers soon, boys. <laughs> Tequila never off. Fuck you, Rock. I hate you, mate. You've literally abused me for 18 months. Ever you brought your tequila out. And Vin Diesel, ham soon, bro. Keep killing those fucking pigs, you fucking weirdo. Honestly, mate, that is so strange. All right, boys. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Thank you.
1: Oh, Frog.
0: Frog. Love it. That was great. That
1: was great. Brought it. Brought he it. Brought he brought it hard. Yeah, that was fantastic. All right, this is the double.
10: Yeah, g'day, boys. Outback dribbler here again. Uh, I know it's a second dribble, and I have dribbled before. I know the rules. But I'm going to pay my respects to big Tasty and Tasty boys, especially Fumes. Uh, KD, even though he could become obsolete, maybe. he um, haven't heard of him in a fair while. And Chris Bacius, the up-and-comer. <laughs> but all I've got to say is I haven't heard much chat from north of the border lately. Um, been a big Bronco supporter all my life. These COVID times are challenging that. Uh, nice. Anthony Seabold, mate, you need to get your shit together. Oh, introducing Tom Dearden. This, this stage of the play was, was great against the Sharks, but you still couldn't pull it off. Um, my mate Frog here. He needs to have a yarn use again. Uh, outback dribbler signing off. Mate, back. Cheers, Tom and Eddie.
1: Frog refuses to call. Tom claim, and so.
2: Eddie, Frog here. <laughs> How are you? I just, basically, I'm calling to talk about Wayne Johnson. <laughs> Fuck you, Wayne Johnson, and your tequila. Shove that up Wayne? your ass. I'm not buying it, and I never will. But mainly, Vin Diesel. <laughs> Keep slaughtering those fucking pigs. Bacon soon, you absolute freak. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Wayne Johnson is more of a Magoo than Vin Diesel. (laughs) That's huge. I know that's huge. I know that's huge. But honestly, two Magoos, possibly the captain co captain, honest to God. Get out of my life. <laughs> fuck off. Vin Diesel, bacon soon, bro. Love you. Tom and Eddie, Beer soon. Bye.
0: Wow. Oh, Captain Co-Captain.
1: The, the fuck burst onto
0: the dribbler scene oh, like yeah, a yeah,
1: bolt yeah, from yeah. heaven. Oh, like a bolt from heaven. God, he brought it he both brought times. It. Big energy. Didn't miss the mark.
0: Not a fan of Wayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> no.
1: Hates <laughs> H- Wayne the Rock. <laughs> Oh, look, we've been saying it, punters and dribblers. Tom actually got me onto it. Um, And now it's good to hear the punter and the dribbler getting on board too. Dwayne's got a lot of magoo about him.
0: super Huge magoo vibes. And, like, I think it was because when The the Rock was uh, playing The Rock as a wrestler,
4: Mm.
0: he was arrogant, he was brash. Now he's, like, this weirdly, like, it's this faux, humble, like, to all my fans. Yeah. Or what, the one we did to, the one where he did, to, I think it was just recently where it was like talking about Americans but going back to work and he just titled it back to work and he started off with the whole thing with back to work. Mm-hmm. Now America, we go back to work. And then the one where it was like his message to Trump and it's him standing there just jacked to the tits. Like it's hard to take someone seriously who doesn't admit how many steroids they do. but he's just like, to Trump, it's like,
2: where are you? <laughs>
0: Where are you? You're our leader. And it's like, bro, that's not even how you speak normally.
1: Yeah, yeah. But as Frog said so eloquently, he's lost touch with the, the, with common, the man. common man big time. He's, he's, he's all at sea. Yeah. Wayne's all at sea. And listen, it's all
0: right, but like, don't try and talk to the common man, don't lecture us. No. Nah. Don't lecture us. Mate, he'd be lost on a dribbler hotline. <laughs> Why, he wouldn't know how to use the he phone. Would, he wouldn't know how to handle it. He'd nah. hear someone like Frog or the Outback Dribbler and just nah. be like, What?
1: What? Wait, what? Wait, what? If you see my movies? I need some steroids.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Wayne. Shout out to Wayne. Uh, and Vin Magoo Diesel. Let's go. <laughs>
9: Yeah, boys, Mr. Exotic again—the boy that rang up the other week—the um, Polak himself on the fucking uh, on the rack and the fucking red. I just watched uh, that fucking at the back for you, boys. Brendan Elliott get absolutely cleaned
2: up by uh, the r- rampaging Liam Martin. Absolutely <laughs> fucking wiped him out. The kick-out just gone over. Yeah,
8: <laughs> I want
2: it. I want it. Yeah. Well, anyway, the fucking. Um, <laughs> The cat should have fucking just got up, got up like a fucking real man and fucking had a fucking dick. Cat, coward, dog, troglodyte. Beer soon. Cheers.
0: Oh, man, I don't know what to make of that. The start of it, I want to play again. You lost me at Polack.
2: Polack
9: himself I couldn't, I couldn't...
0: On, the, on the rack, rack in the red. red. Yeah. <laughs>
9: Yeah, boys, it's Mr. Exotic again, the bloke that rang up the other week. Um, the Polax himself on the fucking, uh, on the rack and the fucking red. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Polax
0: dribbler. That's, uh, like, that's should be on his tombstone. Here lies Mr. Exotic, the bloke that Polax himself, <laughs> himself on, on the rack, rack in and the red. red.
1: <laughs> good Lord.
0: Uh, G'day, Tom and Eddie.
6: Punners. And, and this really? is the fucking pendant FA Cup dribbles here. Substitute Eddie here, holding tight. For kickoff with dribble club. As far as uh, debut throbbers go, as Charlie Staines secured the bag, four meets pies <laughs> on fucking debut. An acknowledgement from the fucking ministers of sport themselves, and what can only be described as a high pressure hose in the anus. <laughs> Are we missing a superior fucking start to the NRL career? Lockjaw's in the dories and milk
0: soon. (laughs) I love that. I think that you could say that that's, that Charlie's, you know, one of the GOAT debuts.
1: Absolutely.
0: I think that's reasonable. Gets
1: Lockjaw, six tries in 100 minutes of footy. Yeah. He's had a bloody fire hose up the bum. And now he's blown out his hammy. It's he's a flat flash in a pan at this point. Yeah, one of the great. I want to see him go on with it. Want to see him do well, but But he's burst onto the scene. He's ripped at a new one, as it were.
0: Correct. Great dribble.
1: Great dribble. Liked it.
0: Hi Tom, hi
9: Eddie. Punters and dribblers, it's the uh, DNA dribbler calling in again. Uh, Just thought I'd give uh, you guys, Eddie in particular, just some stories about weird shit my dogs ate to make you feel better about Tonka. Uh, eating the chicken skewer maybe get Ella listening as well so she feels better about Tonka uh, eating the the skewer so my dog's half cattle dog half Labrador so he's got the energy of a cattle dog but he just eats about anything like a a Labrador Um, three three stories in mind uh, three, three stories come to mind when thinking about this so one time Walking along the beach, about 500 billion blue bottles had washed up and laid there all day, drying in the sun. And we think that they must have had, like, the consistency and saltiness of chips because the damn dog just ran up and down the beach eating blue bottles everywhere he went. (laughs) We tried to get him to stop, couldn't, so we just let him keep on eating these things. Walk up the hill back to the house and then all of a sudden he stops and looks up like he's about to vomit. And uh, from that day on, he's never eaten a blue bottle. <laughs> Another time, we were walking through the park. Uh, we found a rotting sandwich in a Ziploc bag. Uh, we found it because, well, he pounced on it and ate it. Um, didn't see it. We thought, well, God knows what will happen to that. Two days later, walking through the backyard to go down to the shed to see some dog poo, so I had to go pick it up. And I pick it up, and I discovered that the Ziploc bag is completely intact with the sandwich still in it.
8: Oh, my <laughs> so it God. Oh,
9: my God. Track, which I think is a great ad for a Ziploc bag. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is a great ad. That is. And then the last story is we were walk, walking down in the park past one of those uh, public barbecues, and uh, he, he grabbed something from the ground and just, shoot it up and swallowed it it didn't look like meat and we weren't quite sure what it was so we thought oh is it some some you know some fat that was lying around or what was it i don't know anyway we just keep on watching him to keep an eye on him to see what is it will he vomit it out will he pull it out don't know we all go to bed next morning we get up i go out to check on him and uh there's a piece of steel wool covered in dog sick lying <laughs> in a puddle in the corner. Um, so what happens is he appears to have eaten the steel wool, and then chunted it out during the night. Um So look, if Tonka if my well, if my dog can survive that world of misery, then I'm sure Tonka will survive whatever the world can throw at him. Uh, beer soon boys, beer soon to Tonka. Or maybe puppy milk
1: soon. Anyway, guys, <laughs> see ya. Good dribble. Great dribble. Love that. That was a good one. That's fucking well mate, that puts you into perspective. You Doesn't know what I mean? They're tough as they're tough
0: they as can nails, fucking,
3: mate. They yeah. can eat
1: anything. They're all good. They're all good. Now Terrific um, dribble.
0: Very good dribble. We've got uh, Jorge Alday, who is one of the dumber cunts on the planet, and I say that with love. Uh, He's attached it three times. He's attached it three times here. He fucked up last week with his dribbles, and now he's come back with three of them. He's a member of the illustrious Sport 11. Uh, But he sent through an audio a dribble last week, didn't attach it, and he's now come back to try and right the wrongs. So here we go, Jorge. The floor is yours, brah. Tom and Eddie,
11: punters and dribblers. Tall hay all day here of Bag of Green fame and part of the illustrious 11. Backstop. Uh, shout out to the boys. Uh, I'm going to try to make this as quick as possible. Um, I've got a few things to talk about. Uh, my missus, I got my missus onto the podcast about two months ago. She's she's loving it. She has a good crack crack up about it. Um, she started listening to the podcast that had all that Adam Elliott rhetoric in it. Got and, a lot of people. In reference one. to his Hulk cock. Um, she hadn't seen it. Uh, at all she didn't know what you guys were talking about she started searching the internet far and wide became infatuated with the fact that she had to see it Fair um, enough. you know Early meanwhile unit. I'm just standing mm. over there just going hey like, maybe chill out mate like, <laughs> you don't really need to see it probably best that you don't because uh, God knows I'm just going to get judged <laughs> um, a week later a friend of the show Nick Mallet, um, shows a bunch of girls at this long lunch we were at um, her jaw drops to the ground in disbelief um, and just started harping on about it ever since. <laughs> now, who's the sheriff? You know, yeah, pretty lucky on my end that he's not donning the field every week <laughs> due to his season-ending injury. Because um, you know, if he were to, that's all. It's all that it, it she'll think about is just his fat cock. Now, I'm pretty happy that's not happening anymore. Anyway, um, my next point. I want to reintroduce a segment that you guys used to do back when we were on SoundCloud. Um, it's a segment called Fucked and Humming. Um, I'll let you boys run with that one. I want to know what you think. Um, you want to explain it to everyone. Uh, my next point, Dior Dave, I'm narrowing in on your identity, mate. I know your full name. I know what you look like. You can't delete photos off your Facebook because, um, you know, I did this Dior a long time ago, but I'm going to keep all the information close to my chest for a rainy day. <laughs>
0: Just black uh, I,
11: I want to ask a question One more question before I go Do you prefer drinking out of a tin Or a stubby If schooners aren't an option uh, That's me done Beer soon KD reigns supreme uh-huh. Up the Ma- mighty dragons Violate my sex life <laughs> <laughs> Yep, beer soon Jorge all day out
0: Nice Jorge, nice. brought it Very nice, did bring it Brought
1: it had to and did. Pressure deliver. was on. It was it, pressure was on after the fuck up. He's in the 11, backstop, but he's in the 11. And he brought it. So power to him. So punters and dribblers, fucked and humming was basically a segment back in the SoundCloud days where... If a team was fucked, we'd talk about it. If they were humming, we'd talk about it. Yeah, it's basically it. just a quick run through of rugby league. A way I'm to
0: ab- approach the rugby
1: league. I'm happy to bring it back next week for a run. Look,
0: we can just say, you know, in our, you know, who's humming and who's fucked. We don't have to, you know, I guess it's just more like little things to award each week. Yeah, you know, yeah. Who's fucked,
1: who's humming. Uh, but happy to, to but sort f- of. But, look for, at for, it. but obviously, for example, Broncos are fucked. And Penrith are and humming. And Penrith are humming from this week. Yes. That's how you describe it. Yeah. Obviously we went into it a little bit more, but that's the gist of it. But I mean, gives you an idea of how
0: long Jorge's been around when you can you know like you know you're an OG and I imagine Eddie not being a fan of the podcast, rather being you know, the beating heart of it as you and I are. Uh it would be a bit of clout to be able to, to say back in the SoundCloud days.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can, that's a big flex. Like so I've think. been
0: around since the SoundCloud days. Yeah, yeah, well
1: that's why he's in the eleven. Yeah. We, like, that's why, if anyone wants to know why he's in the 11, he got he got his baggy grain for loyalty.
0: Yeah, that was it. That's what he got He's his listened for. to
1: every single episode. Every single episode. Hasn't missed one. No. Never. So that's why he's in the 11, and that's why he's referencing Fucked and Hummin'. Now, the, the final question, I've forgotten. What was it?
0: Oh, uh, Stubbies or Cans. Cans. I am probably more of a Stubby guy in that... The last bit of a stubby is nicer than the last bit of a can.
1: I think that I think that the beer is colder in a can, Agreed. and I think it's easier to. I think I like the way it comes out of the can. Yep. I also find because I drink a lot of VB that VB in a stubby can sometimes have a metallic taste. I don't know if that's whereas what...
0: I think that, but in a can.
1: Yeah. Look, I used to be a stubbys guy, but now I'm a can guy. I love cans now. I love
0: them. am pretty easy to be honest, but I find oh, like... that. Like, the the, the last little bit of a can gets a little bit warm, whereas in a bottle, for me, Mm. it stays a little bit more crispy.
1: I will buy cans over bottles, put it that way. I can obviously drink a stubby, but I, I will buy cans if they're available.
0: Yeah, I think I'd buy a bottle. There you go. But it depends also what I'm getting into, right? If I'm having a bit of a sesh, maybe I'm canning. You but just if think I've going, got them for
1: the fridge at home, oh, the yeah, fridge at home is different. If you're going out on the piss with the boys, then it's cans. It's cans, right?
0: I think it's horses of courses, but I think that if it's a session, yeah, cans. If it's for the fridge at home, yeah, I'm probably more of a, a stubby boy.
1: Yeah, and it depends what else you're doing as well. If you're going to suck you know, if you're going around to like your girlfriend's friends barbecue, you're probably taking bottles, right? Probably, you know what I mean. You don't really know them. Like, are you going to rock up with a 30K, thirty k, like thirty, a cube. A, a cube of VBs? I mean, you could, and a half, but you but have, but you're saying, you know what I mean? You're, at thirty, yeah. you're running out of options. You're putting
0: up a flag at that point if you're thirty year old rocking up with a cube. Yeah, yeah. To, you know, like to a. Baby's one year old. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. If you bring a cube to a christening, then like you're saying something about yourself, right? Yeah,
0: you certainly. You know, these are. You're not necessarily saying anything vocally, but there are unspoken.
1: No, no. Pe- people notice, bro. Yeah. Soon as you walk in with a cube, they're like, "Holy shit! Holy shit! This guy's." But then people want one, right? They're gonna go, "Can I have the a?" The blokes beer?
0: there will be like, "That's fantastic." Yeah, but yeah. they are also judging you, unfortunately. Yeah, or
1: yeah. But to answer your question, I'm a cans man.
0: Cans man, and I'm am a both. I'm a I'm a fence sitter. I'm I'm a. I'm a trans man, if I can say that. In the In beer's sense, terms. In a beer's yeah, terms. You can say that.
1: That's not a problem.
0: Um, but Eddie, I don't know whether we've got much else. That's I think a, that's, that's us. the dribbles done. We know right. that.
1: Um Beep test soon. Beep test You'll soon. You get it next week. Kelly, we
0: continue on Kelly. We continue punters dribblers with good nature. Don't be rude to the man if you want to hit him up. But we continue on Kelly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Reach remember, out
0: Kel. you just got to remember it's a refocusing of the of the the proverbial gun sight. Back to it.
1: Back to reach Kel. Reach out,
0: Kel. We're back reach to Kel. Reach out, Kel. Where you at? We're back to Kel. Because the reason we stopped reach out, Kel, was because we were talking to Kel. So now it's reach out, Kel again. Beep tests are coming. Seth versus Steph.
1: It's all happening.
0: It's all happening. Um, but I think that's all, man. Until Bye. next week. Ciao.
1: Ciao. Ciao
7: you two just not talk anymore